This weekend, we let's see. I will be at the uh, the Jukebox Comedy Club in Peoria, mm. Illinois, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing all of you Illinois maniacs there, um, fighting Illini. Please come out. And uh, after that, let's see, May 2nd, I'm at the Irvine Improv. You can, you can catch me there, and you can also catch me, uh, I'm going to Hartford, the Impro- uh, Funny Bone Louisville Improv, and the uh, San Diego American Comedy Company all coming up. And May 23rd, we're doing a live podcast yep. at the John Lovitz Comedy Club right here in Los Angeles. So if you're in the area, come out May 23rd, go to the John Lovitz Comedy Club. And uh, we're going to put on a, a live show there. Where are you going to be? Mommies, I will be May 3rd through 6th at the uh, Funny Bone in Newport. That's in Cincinnati, Ohio, technically, right, guys? And come see me there. Or in Denver, May 10th through 13th at the Improv Comedy Club in Denver, Colorado. And come out to see us May 23rd. And also, we have somebody special here. Very special. He so has awesome. the number one... Um, comedy album on iTunes. Get out of town. Yes, yeah. and uh, you can you can just go on iTunes and look up the one and only Joey Coco Diaz. Hey yo, what's happening, guys? Yeah. It's, either, it's either you or the priest. That's right, cocksuckers. What's <laughs> yeah, what's happening, my man? So happy that you're here. Where I'm happy any you. any dates coming up? You want to talk? I about? got a couple bunch of fucking things. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Bro, who gives a fuck? Let's talk about <laughs> business. Oh. We'll talk about the dates later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's right. make them fall in love with me. Then you okay. give them the fucking dates. Okay. We'll just give them the. You know, nobody goes for the pussy first. You gotta get the tits. You gotta kiss them in the neck. You know, and then okay. you get the fucking monkey, right, okay. man? <laughs> sure. So you guys, you heard it here first. You gotta kiss the tits and suck on them first. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's get this thing started. Are you ready to do this? Let's do this. We're doing a Clash of the Champions for TBS one time, and I'm sitting at ringside going over my notes, and he's got to talk to me. It's in- crucially important. And so I said, okay. So I put my paper up, and let's, let's talk. Not here. we gotta go. We got to go to private. Okay. You know, I had no idea what, he want, what the deal was, what calamity he was in. Could, you know, he had, he had his share of... Uh, uh, issues with the ladies. He had lots of lady friends. Uh, he was quite the ladies' man. So who knew? You know, who, who knew what was Brian's issue was? He said, "I got to talk to him in private." So we go to the shower area, and he shows me. He says, "Okay, are you ready?" I said, "Yeah." What is it? What's the problem? I got to show you something. So he swings the com- door to the to the commode stall open and in that commode was the longest uninterrupted piece of uh, human waste known to man if it wasn't 18 inches long I'm not wearing a black hat he had gone to the bathroom and taken meticulous effort to have a bowel movement uninterrupted because he knew something special was happening. He got one of the referees, one of the ring crew guys, to stand guard at the, at the stall most of the afternoon so that when the guys would come in, he could go get them and bring them and show them his masterpiece. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone loving to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. 
Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsky. Welcome to your mom's house. Okay. Holy shit. That was great. What an intro. Why was that? That was this guy, I think his name is Bill, Bill Ross or Jim Ross. He's a commentator <laughs> for uh, uh, WW, like World Wrestling, mm-hmm. telling a story about this uh, wrestler who took a, like the biggest shit he'd ever seen one time and right. showed it to him. I thought, what could be more appropriate? But it sounded like it was an official press conference. Where it, was, it was like it was an interview. Yeah, because the guy that that took that shit died. Oh, yeah. So this is this is after his death. They're yeah. commemorating the shit that he took that day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. And of course, um, what a talent. You know, it's just a celebration of life, really. <laughs> and no one better to celebrate life with than Mad Flavor. What's yeah. happening, guys? So excited that you're here. I wanted to first tell. <laughs> Yesterday, tell no, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday I was confirming that you were coming today. And uh, do you remember uh, <laughs> what happened when I called you and then you didn't answer? I was terrified at your voicemail, your outgoing voicemail. Absolutely. No His messages. voicemail is don't leave really? a fucking message. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't waste your time. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, why bother? Unless it's business, what are you, what are you talking yeah. for? <laughs> Send me a fucking uh, I, I text. I have this date for you and it's. A great theater and the hotels cl- just call me with the money yeah, and that's man. it. I don't don't sell me on the people. I don't give a fuck. How do you feel about emails though? Just email me the information. Enough. What business? Yeah. This is a business. If you don't talk, what the fuck do I want you around for? <laughs> You're gonna text me a fucking date. That's right. why I don't take text because nobody ever texts your hundred dollar bill. So what right. good is it? I don't yeah. want no fucking text. I don't want them. Don't you text. don't text? No, not at all. I don't even take them. I don't give you. Oh, I text you for business. It ain't that much business. Bitch. Yeah, yeah. No, not because for business, you text me. No. It's a text I ain't message. a piece yeah. of ass. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, on, a, on there was a commercial about a business that was not doing well. Do you remember? And the guy comes in. He's giving everybody plane tickets. And he goes, "We're going back to basics again. Fuck the emails. We're going back to handshakes right. and belly to belly." I stuck like that the whole time. Yeah. You want to email? Email your mother. You want to yeah. text? Text your mother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking call me yeah. and let me know what the business is. Because if not, I gotta be suspect of you. Yeah. Right. yeah. You gonna leave me a fucking two hour message? My, my, I get a hundred minutes a month, and these people call you and leave you a two hour message. Oh, it kills Save me. it. If it ain't about money, go fuck your mother. Yeah. If it's not a blowjob <laughs> or an ass fucking tongue, you know what are you gonna? Hi, I want you to come to my door. I don't give a fuck about your daughter. Nobody else. I'm in L.A. doing business, bitch. <laughs> Fucking that's morons. right. And that's why we love you. I'm a you. Cuban Jew. I ain't got time for that stupidity. He calls me back, right? And, I, and he goes, what's up? And I go, Jose. And he's like, yeah. And I go, what's up? And he's like, what you want? And I was like... What do we do? Are you coming over tomorrow? He's like, oh shit, you called me Jose. I thought you were fucking coming out. Like that was somebody a blast from the past. Yeah, I don't answer to Jose. That's my real fucking name. So when people call me and say Jose, sometimes I go, yeah, and they go, Jose Diaz, and they go, oh, no, no, you got the wrong number. But you just said you were Jose. I didn't know what the fuck you said, guy. Goodbye. Jose ain't here. Because once they hear my voice, they know I'm not Jose. Right. But that's my name. So a lot of people call me Jose. It's like a fucking fed from 1980. He wants to know, do you have your attorney? I want 
uh, question you for a gun. I don't know no fucking Jose. Yeah. So don't fucking. It's either the teachers, the judge only calls me Jose. So I know it's always bad. So is that on, is like, is your license to say Jose? Yeah, everything says Jose, yeah. but nobody's ever called Call me, me that. that. Yeah. So when they do call me that, like when people go to court in the old days, like I have a friend, Gavin, until this day he calls me Jose Antonio. That's mm-hmm. my real name. Okay. And I go, why do you keep saying that? Because that's what they call you in court. So anytime I hear Jose Antonio, it ain't fucking good. Mm. Yeah. Or Jose, that means it's Sprint. I don't want to talk to nobody. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. That made me laugh so hard because he seriously was like hesitant for a second. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about, dog. This Uh, is Joey. You got the wrong fucking number. Oh, Tom, fuck, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for a year I had student loans calling me. Go fuck yourself. That's the worst. It's 1987. You want your money now. Suck my dick. Suck your loan. 2200. You didn't do the paperwork, obviously, correctly. (laughs) Take the loss. Talk to Obama. What are you calling me for? (laughs) Wasting my time for 2200. Oh, shit. You know, one of the um, really popular things that happens on our show, you know, the, some of the shows are all about, like, oh, how do you write, you know, all yeah, the fucking... Suck my dick, how yeah, do you write? Mm-hmm. All that shit. Oh. Yeah, and you're like, oh. oh. <laughs> what's, what's when I see your, a comic walk yeah. into the improv with a notebook... Mm-hmm. How does it make you I feel? I want to smack them. Yeah. <laughs> you tell us Especially when like, I see a high list, specific comics that all they're looking for yeah. is for young comics to come over to them and say, are you writing? Yes, because yeah. this is the best time of the day to write. <laughs> to write, you know, yeah. Write at home. All right, bitch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. All that shit, that, that's all and bullshit And come, come in me. professional, come yeah, in correct. Yeah, you know, that's all bullshit Yeah, I agree. So, you know, I show up with you know, their notebook. You know what's the most? I don't I don't like when people go to Starbucks and then do their business there, too. I don't like, like when people typing have a script out. Oh. Like I've been to, to comedy clubs where, like, the comic has his script out, like, in between oh, shows. Oh, right. Yeah, like, yeah. they're so That fan had his fucking script out one time. <laughs> Was that? I went up to him. That fan, the guy that one last comic. Yeah, was that yeah. for a SeaWorld commercial? It was, what was for, <laughs> it was for uh, when he first won whatever he had. We were in La Jolla, and he came up with a script on Friday night. And people were going up to him, like, after the show, he was in the corner reading a script. Reading oh, a script. Really? Yeah. Like, those yeah. fucking morons have always fucking killed me. And I like that fan. I love that fan. But right, I took right, him aside, right. and I told him, Put the fucking script away. You're embarrassing it's me. Pretentious. Yeah. Put yes. that away. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The, the, it's like when, you, when I first moved here, I walked to Runyon Canyon. Oh, forget morning, fuck Runyon. That is the, the, those six uh, little whores. Yeah. Because at yeah. that time, it was Jack Nicholson and the Titanic were hot. So everybody wanted to party with Leo. And everybody knew him as Leo. Yeah. Right. So when I used to have a dog, so I let him out in that area and I listened to these six blowjob experts yeah. talk <laughs> that are just worthless dummy with their sides. First of all, they have their oh, sides, no. which burns me up even more. Yeah. Uh, you want to burn yeah. me? Go work on an audition in the park or something <laughs> so I can really fucking stab you in the heart. And I, and I know, uh, you know that none of these girls are going to book nothing. No. And they'd be sitting there, oh my God, last night, Leo and Jack. <gasps> it was amazing. You fucking blowhards. Yeah. yeah. You fucking blowhards. That's what sucks about LA, though. That's what ruins my city. I'm or, from here. I grew up in LA. Or Twitter. I'm going yeah. to an audition. Oh, yeah. Cross your fingers. <laughs> Just left the set of. Oh, my God. On Facebook, there's so many people that do that shit. Yeah. You know, going to a red carpet. Meanwhile, you're a fucking open micer. Yeah. What are you going to do with a fucking red carpet? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. When they come up to you and they ask you, are you in the movie? No. Are you an extra? No. What are you doing here? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just walking around, you know, telling people. That. Sure. No, I, I also, uh, you know, you, you pick up a lot on the road is like comics that are opening for you will start, like, they'll have all the shit, like, 
their site will be like incredible and then they're like <laughs> check out this shit i just got this like thing extra on my site and you're like yeah but you need to work on your fucking oh please yeah, everybody's selling they're all selling everybody wants to go to heaven but nobody wants to die yeah yeah so they're all trying to sell you smoke and fucking mirrors and it's worked for a long time a media could kill you or make you know media could do anything one click uh, from kim K- you know kim kardashian wakes up every morning and she and her day is not how am i going to get a job yeah it's how am i going to be number one on google right mm-hmm. that's a very special gift Oh yeah, and you know her corporations make millions of fucking dollars. Unreal, just man. with no no Google. talent, just no talent. just yeah. the media. Because she gets it's on amazing. Google. So is it her fault? No, it's our fault. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's not her, her fault. No. no, it's not her fault. They we just signed. Up uh, not doing we the give same. a shit. We watch that piece of shit show. They just we don't, signed a new deal. New deal this week. You're kidding. For uh, what? Three years, forty million for for Kardashian. Fucking Kanye now. Yeah, that's oh she is. she's gonna go until she's gonna go until God. Uh, collects on the karma. Yeah. Oh, she's going to go until, because God always has to send a receipt. Well, so what that. do you think will be if, her if you don't hard, If you don't work hard, yes. you know, people, uh, Axl Rose flipped out. He's a great singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because success is a motherfucker for some people when it's on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because some people know, like there's a lot of people, we could talk about that, wake up in the fucking morning and they should thank the Lord. They should mm-hmm. suck the floor's dick mm-hmm. yeah. because they got nothing going on for them and they got a lot. Comedy Central touched them with something and, they yeah. got special, and they run scared. They mm-hmm. know that the end is near because they know. They, they haven't put the fucking word in. Right. They've right. never done halftime at a Buffalo fucking Sabres <laughs> game yeah. when they want to see a hockey game. <laughs> you understand me? Yeah. They know they've been running on empty and they've lucked out with their little giggles and their friends with Nick Swanson so everything works out for them but it all fucking ends it does I put the work in Yeah, I put yeah. the work in in more ways than one I don't give I was just telling uh, Ralphie Mann the way he was talking about a club that contacted me and she, he said to me what are you gonna what are you gonna ask him for an offer I said I'm gonna hit him with a number and either they pay it or they don't because I've been here 15 years without them yeah mm-hmm. my week is still gonna roll if they want me I'm then they're gonna have to lift a rock because I know what they pay the rest of these fucking mutts yeah I know and I've been sitting back for 20 years while everybody else was clapping and jumping oh my god you got a recurring on you know whatever we've mm-hmm. been working fucking hard yeah so you got these people that you see them you see them out you see them in movies they have this attitude like they're fucking special and they didn't do dick they, did dick, yeah. they just did something bumped into somebody and they rubbed into the right fucking set and then there's other people who've worked very fucking hard and when the success comes somebody's gonna cash a check somebody's gonna have to send a receipt for Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. yeah you just don't put a fucking sex tape out and everything for yeah. but it's like I tell people all the time people always come up to me and say dog how do I get in the Joe Rogan podcast it's not being on the Joe Rogan podcast it's what you do when you get off that podcast I know a thousand women that suck dick every fucking night they blow a DJ at a fucking club this chick blew a fucking guy and made a career out of it. Mm. 80, yeah. 90 million dollars. So all of you motherfuckers are slipping. Yeah. All of you motherfuckers are slipping. Everybody thinks because they get to the plateau, that's it. It's what you do with it. And that's why you got to give that dumb bitch credit. The whole fucking family. <laughs> yeah. From the mother to fucking mm-hmm. that mummy she fucking is married to. Mm. Young Frankenstein, who I love, Bruce Jenner. I shouldn't be talking bad about this. <laughs> that's my dog. He got drafted by the Celtics. Yeah. A lot of people don't know he that. Seems like he was? A yeah, guy. he got drafted by everybody. Bruce Jenner? Yeah, he got drafted. They were just grafting Because he could just jump through the fucking goof. ceiling or what? As a goof. Oh, really? As a goof. People were drafting him. and They drafted him for like hockey and shit. No shit. But he was definitely drafted by the Celtics, like a primarily white team. But doesn't he have... <laughs> primarily. But doesn't he have like a legit talent? Like he has an athletic yeah. skill. No, he's yeah, a bad like mother. Guy that guy was like, a real bad. fucking he, he's, deal. He's the only one with talent in the whole But the that whole was still 40 fucking years ago. He yeah. can't do no yeah. four. He was a... Uh, I mean, he's a gold medalist. He's a gold medalist. He was the real deal. Yeah. 
But it's really Damn. weird how, you know, the Kardashians, people get mad at Listen, if you buy this shit, if you watch the show. Mm. It's on you. you should it be is shot, on you. You should be shot and hung, but it's what she did with that sucking that black fucking yeah. stick. Ray J. Did you see the Ray J sex thing? It took it's me so a year crazy. to watch. I don't like porn. Yeah. So my friend kept saying, watch, really? watch her pussy. See how hot she is, how she yeah. sucks a dick. So one day in the afternoon, my wife wasn't home. I figured, let me bang one out. <laughs> took me an hour to find it because everybody's like, mm-hmm. it's a free porn. I don't know nothing. Yeah. And when I seen that big black dick come out of the side. Huge like cock, a, right? It's like a piece of shit coming out of my ass. <laughs> you ever look down and that shit don't stop? You ever take a yes. shit and you look at it and go, I would be a millionaire if I took black <laughs> cock because look at the size of that. That's a 22-inch piece of shit that just came out of my ass. And I even boo. I didn't even say, ah. I took it like a soldier. So sometimes after you take a shit, you're like, anal wouldn't be that bad. I yeah. Think bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a big black dick for $2 million, I've yeah. done worse. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I've done worse. What's the difference? Because the show's about you. That's the thing. I love shit. Once you told me, wait a minute. Uh, Hold on, we gotta warn the Uh, listeners because some people get all freaked out. Don't go fuck their mothers. Who cares? My shit's gone. Next up, Brown Talk. We give them a little warning. Brown Talk coming up. You've been warned. That's it. That's all they get. That's all they get. Fucking warning. This is yeah. a podcast. Where do these pussies come from? They fucking, Where'd you get them from? Somebody's one of half a homo they, fucking podcast. They come over. They cry. They cry when there's too much brown talk, but now well, they're going to get it. Or sometimes they're eating. They're like, oh, I was eating oh, dinner. Was eating. Yeah. No, no, no. So yeah. this is your heads up, guys. Here we go. So one of the things, I've hung out with uh, Joey fucking, the best is to get off stage and he and to go back to the green room and see Joey sitting there just hanging out he's he's done with his set you know i'm done with mine we're just hanging out and then i'm just (laughs) just be like hey you ever (laughs) just any question but i was like do you ever take like a crazy shit and he's like hold on (laughs) he sits up reposition please tell me about when you you got home one time and you had you had you had to take a shit right you had you didn't have your keys i i I went to uh It's really weird because there's people who shit and don't really pay attention to it. When I shit, I pay attention. Yes, yeah. me too. Like you have to pay attention how many times you shit a day, yes. how big they were. Like I know, like Color. yeah, I didn't shit in Atlanta the whole day, so I knew when I flew out Sunday morning it might be a problem. Yeah, but I made a note. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it might be a problem. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind farting on a plane, but shit on a plane that's no class. I don't like it either. Oh, it's the that's worst. No it's so that's hard. No class. No class. That's no class. Why? You, you want to fart on a fucking like... plane? I don't mind you farting on a plane and shit, but you take a shit in first class. That's no class. Yeah, you're a fucking mook. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'll hold it in before I take. Like one time, I flew from fucking Houston, from LA to Houston. Yeah, on one of those coked up binges in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. and I had to take a shit in the morning. Yeah, and I, and I flew to Houston straight, and I was cutting these farts on the plane that were fucking <laughs> tremendous. Like I was gagging. Yeah, like I was in the window. In your own, you were stewing own. in your own and, and I'm gagging. Looking at all these white people oh. holding on to their faces because that's when my dick gets hard. <laughs> Everybody think in my. You want to get my dick hard is when I blow a. Fart. Yeah. And I do it conspicuously, yeah. and they can't figure out who it yeah. is. Yeah, and they look at you because you're the fat one. Yeah, People yeah. always blame sure. you, but you look at the baby. Mm-hmm. If I was, that's yeah. what I do. I always that's look for right. the baby. Yeah. I always look for the yeah. motherfucking baby. What are you looking at me for, bitch? Check that fucking a rap baby eating that hummus. <laughs> that little nine month old eating hummus, changing a diaper. Yeah, because no, what, what I, I like to do because they don't suspect me because I'm blonde and a woman. Right. Oh. I like to pretend like I'm sleeping, and then I lean against the window, and then I rip it. Oh. And I did it so one that was so bad. I had Mexican food before I got on the plane I kept farting and farting because this dumb cunt next to me wouldn't shut the fuck up and finally she goes oh 
Do you smell that? It smells like a dirty diaper. Somebody changing the baby's diaper. And I was like, that's such a compliment to me. I just me. make believe I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I'm like, the best was when I fought it next to Rogan. He told me. Like, While he was watching the thing and he couldn't breathe. Yeah. And he said he kept trying to breathe and he kept watching Antonio Banderas teaching black kids how to dance. But he couldn't breathe and I'm sitting there howling. I got him trapped. Because I'll put my fucking leg right there. Joe Rogan ain't going to do that. You understand that? <laughs> body trapped with that leg. And he'll be sleeping and he'll get up and go, Diaz. And he'll shake his head and he'll take his glasses off. Like, what the fuck just happened? He said that somebody, like uh, uh, some yeah. white lady in the row behind was like, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> I fought it one time. When it hit her. The best was That's I the took, ultimate compliment. I took a shit at the Brea Improv that mm. had to be 28 to 39 inches is just shit. Really? On top of shit. You know when you, and I shit different. I don't pull, I don't sit all the way back. I don't like my ball sack in the toilet seat. That's disgusting. Yeah. And when you pee and shit, don't put your monkey niggas. I gotta eat that thing. I want you pissing, leave a stain on the fucking sink. I'd rather you leave a fucking road thing okay. than have your pussy in that toilet seat. Especially There's no when way I can go in So there. I don't care how the fuck you do it. And I don't yeah. do this. I don't put my balls in there. So I sit close to the edge so I always leave a trail. So when I a shit brown that time, trail. a brown trail, oh, okay. that's disgusting. So okay. I'm at the Bray Improv and I shit. And the, the piece of shit, it was like one of those silly putty shits. Yeah. Once it hit water, it magnified. <laughs> but it didn't go into the hole. It went across yeah. the hole. So yeah. it went on top. So it was like a, a, a thing of log bricks yeah. of, of logs just laying on top of each other. So I looked at it and I was ready to flush. I'm like, I can't flush that. That's a work of art. That's a work of art. So I went and I got green onions and I sprinkled them on there. And I took ketchup and I sprinkled them on there. I didn't let nobody go in the bathroom so Joe Rogan get off stage. And that motherfucker, why he's like, you know me. It's like, a, it's like, it's like flies coming yeah. to vinegar. Yeah. And when watch when he gets off stage. He's gonna go right in the back. But sure enough, he comes off. That was a great set, dog. I was on fire. I gotta take a pee. And I see him going off, and he goes, "Whoa!" <laughs> and he goes, "Who was that?" And he comes out, "Who's that? Who is that?" And I go, it's, "And somebody goes, it's Diaz." He's like, "You have to go to the hospital. That's it. Even if I pay, you gotta go to the hospital. There's onions and blood on top of that Diaz." I put like a little piece of toilet paper on there, like if it was in there. Uh, I love doing that shit. Oh, it's the best, uh, man. I'm so happy. When That's I was in prison, I took a shit in a fucking cheese box, those welfare cheese boxes. I was having this problem with this white kid with long hair, but I was a biker. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was in a, he was in our cafeteria dorm. So I said, I'm going to fuck this guy up. I stole a welfare <laughs> box of cheese. Do you know I took a shit that hit that box coast to coast? Like I even <laughs> positioned it so the shit would be like squished against the box. That's 30 inches How, of cheese. I'm sorry. Oh, that's, it's a 30-inch box. 30 inches. I took you the box of one shit, log? One whole log. Get I shit clay. I drink a lot of water. A lot of apples before you go to bed. Yeah. Okay. That's the secret. You eat like three apples before you go to bed. That, that shit in the morning comes out like a fucking yogurt roll. That fucking... Wow. Yeah, no paper, no nothing. You don't need nothing. You don't have to wipe your ass. Just quick. Bah! Three, four <laughs> apples before you go to bed. I learned that from Weight Watchers. Really? Oh, yeah. So, but this is 87 when I shit in the guy's box. And I took one of those cheese things with American flag and yeah. I put it in this shit and put the box on top put it in this drawer and put the clothes on top oh wow. my god and the guy would walk by for three weeks man it smells like shit in here <laughs> and me and the black guys are howling finally one day he's like I found it I found it you nasty motherfuckers <laughs> who did this and the shit had shrinkled up yeah because after a few weeks outside of there yeah. it just shrivels oh, up there's water it went from there. like 39 inches hits, to yeah. like 8 yeah. inches and it was all fucking ants eating each other and shit oh. it's sh- shitting and stuff is big like in, in prison right to, to like you know like like uh, prisoners will people shit people will fucking kill you for what? throwing shit like or- if you shit and you don't flush real quick because you're in a room with 40 guys 
So as soon as that shit comes out of your ass, you I'm sorry, say, explain put water but, on it. But how does it? So how does a toilet's work in prison? Well, like, there's, there's a, bathroom, a row like of them, or just else. one. No, like, yeah. Everything is different. Like sometimes you have a, a dorm room that has, you know, fucking uh, ten prisoners in the room. If you're in a two man cell, obviously, okay, there's one fucking toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to shit with this guy in the fucking. And room. what does I he was do? never in that position. Oh, no. Okay, I've okay. never been in that position. So what? Shit in front of another man in Cuba, they have got prisons and. and, and Whatever it's called, mm-hmm. that it's a hole in the floor. Oh yeah, and you're fucking naked, and, you and there's like a hundred guys. There's a hundred guys. Yeah. That's the, that's Fidel to humiliate you. Yeah, that's why when Cubans go to jail here, they're like, "What, bitch, clothes? Stop! <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're gonna tear it up in there." Yeah. So wait, so what's the rule? To... And model. That's the name of that prison yeah. in Cuba. That's a hole in the floor, dog. Right. That's in the middle that's, of the I've room. seen that in Eastern countries. And yeah, and, and you walk around naked, so they fuck you up. Ooh. You know, when you go on the shit, there's a perfect time to get mugged with your asshole open. Yeah, Those Cuban faggots. They fly around the room. They just <laughs> so when's a good time to shit when you're in prison? Like, what's I have no an ideal? Idea. You just yeah, shit you just shit. I don't fucking know. You know, I you don't, don't do it like in the middle of the night when no one's around. Nah, you just shit because after a while they put you in your own situation. So oh, I no, see. You shit wherever the fuck. Like I mean, I you flush that shit quickly. You flush it quick when you're in the cell because you just can't leave it there. Yeah, mm. you know, when we're home. We shit. We don't flush. We just sit there and inhale that death. Yeah. for thirty <laughs> minutes. Yeah, but you better flush. Like now at this age, I got to light candles and torches <laughs> and flares. <laughs> you open up the toilet after somebody else is in there it goes yeah. into your lungs it's horrible yeah. it's worse. so I get candles now I do the whole fucking thing you know what I'm saying? it's good it's uh, considerate now wait, wait so this time we got uh, side tracked you came home you had All to right, take a shit I, had this, I went to eat sushi and everybody knows that <laughs> even if you don't have to shit hmm. while you're eating sushi somewhere in the point you have to shit now I have a very easy system I go to the ATM machine, I take a 20 out, I go eat sushi, I eat the sushi, and then on the way back from sushi, I stop and get a $20 bag of weed. That was my plan for the day. I had an audition at 2.30 in the afternoon. My plan was to go get sushi, go get weed, drop it off at home, let it dry, put the suit on, and then go down to the audition, come back, the weed will be dry, and I'll be ready to go. When I went to eat all-you-could-eat sushi at the Dragon at Lancashire, I ate so much albacore and so many of those rolls that it went right to my asshole. Yeah. And it clouded my judgment. So instead of going to the weed store, I went right home to shit. Yeah. You're like, I got to shit go, right I gotta now. Shit. You know yeah. when you got to shit? Yeah. You're like, yes. You're like, you got to And everybody's go. in front. Now you got yeah. the guy in the wheelchair that wants to cross uh, the train. Yeah. And you're like, not now, motherfucker. You're in no danger. You got one chance to run across, motherfucker. <laughs> and, you get, and I get home, Christina, and I had taken the key off. To give to my wife. That oh no! And I walk up the stairs with that one inch of shit coming out of your oh, asshole. Oh, it's the worst. You're clenching. I go. I don't have. And I go to the door, and you're praying, Lord, yeah. please. I left. I hope I left the door open. You. Oh. So I go around the back, and, and then do, and I have to climb. And, and I used to be a burglar, so this is easy <laughs> for me. So I'm trying to figure out, but I'm trying to think with the piece of shit coming out of my oh. ass. So I'm looking. There's a window to my office, but I can't do it. So I got to put bricks on the stairs like fucking Houdini. I could break my ankle, jump off the bricks, and push myself in. So I control the shit. I'm like, Lord, please help me. (laughs) I fucking pick myself up, and I land. But I land on my stomach on the windowsill. So now I'm halfway the fuck in. Yeah, I'm halfway in. I'm in. I'm in. The cats are there. Meow, meow. You cocksuckers, help me. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. But right there, the the, the, the windowsill was pushing. So oh the shit God. started drip out of my ass. So I was uh. in my own house. I had to stop the burglary attempt, run to the backyard, which is right around. And I looked around. There's a brick wall. There's a brick wall and a tree. So I went. I pulled down my pants. It was one of those where it just goes... <laughs> 
bah! Like, <laughs> it comes out like a cannon. Like somebody pushed it in. Yeah, yeah. Bah, and it's water and uh. hard shit and particles. <laughs> and I'm smelling this fog and I'm like, oh my God. It's so now I just put my underwear on because I got no paper. I just put the yeah. underwear on and walk like fucking like, you know, something's wrong with me. And I climb back up in the window and relieve. And I just said, shit, listen, I got shitty underwears. I'm just going to take another shower. Because yes, all yes. the smoke that came out of that shit, that toxic uh. shit is on me anyway. I'm never going to book this role. So uh. I went inside, I washed. After I washed and I got the suit on, I realized, oh my God, I got to clean up that shit because my <laughs> landlord's got three doors in the back. <laughs> I go down to Hollywood. I book the movie. I get back home. I'm excited. I did good with the audition. Right. And all of a sudden I go, oh my God, it's five o'clock. The landlord's going to come home. Oh no. And she's going to find the shit. Now yeah. all her dogs, all her dogs are these little chihuahua types <laughs> and these little puppy types. So I said, let me just go take a look at this shit. I walked down the stairs and I went to look at this shit. Christina, I hope I was, I wish I was lying to you. It was under a tree where I had shot the shit. Like something was on my asshole rim that darkened the wall. Like it was like shooting a, a gun next to a wall. So the gunpowder. Oh, right. So I had, I had shit residue on the wall and it was just like a mountain of shit on top of a stick that had come out after the, after the cannon, the shit fell out. It was just, and it was sideways. That's what, and it was at least 19 inches of pure shit. So right there, I go to myself, I'm a comic. Do I clean it up or do I go upstairs and wait for the landlord to come home? And yeah. when she sees that piece of shit that come out of the chihuahua, she's going to die. Yeah. Sure enough, I say, fuck it. I pick plan B. Uh, I start smoking a bunch of bong hits and I just sit by my thing and I hear, oh woo, 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 woo. When she hears the screen door, the dogs go out running. Woo, 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 woo. And I sit and I watch the spot and I watch and I see her come around with her little pooper scooper. She's got a little pooper scooper with like a, with like a, a little handle to it. Stop and, she, it. I can't and she's going like this, Christine, and all of a sudden, she looks at the shit I took, covers her face, and runs away. By this time, I'm on the floor breathing backwards because she fell into my lair. I'm five. Right, you know I'm right, five. Right. When it comes to farts and shit, I'm five. Yeah. I'm howling. I'm turning red. I'm getting dizzy. One of those by yourself, which is really the one. And she's coming back looking at it. Christina, she's looking at it and looking around the neighborhood, looking up at the tree. And I'm howling. I can't take this. So finally, her boom, and it's my wife. And I go in front of the computer, and she's like, hi, how are you? And I'm like, hi, honey. She's like, how was your day? I'm like, great. So she goes, what do you want for dinner? Fish, whatever. And I'm back there just laughing. And all of a sudden, I hear my wife, boom, I hear her going out to take the garbage down. And all of a sudden, she's down there for about 15 minutes, and she comes running into the room, and she goes, Joey. I just talked to Barbara. Did you see any animals around here or anything? <laughs> Barbara thinks an animal shit in her yard. And I felt like telling her, yeah, that animal was fucking me. Listen, the best was she looked at it, ran in, oh. and instead of coming in with the pooper scooper, she came back with a shovel. Shut up. She knew her job was tough. Yeah. That's... I love it. That's a great trick. Animal. She thought a bear shit back there. She thought a fucking bear. But human shit is very distinct in its aroma and its texture and size. But it must have been a fucking. No, this was was a monster. This was eighteen, nineteen inches of shit, topped with cannon, pre-sushi cannon that comes out. Oh my god. Did it burn or was it nothing. a straight? I didn't feel it coming out. It just comes out with me. Oh. There's no burn. Oh. There's no nothing. So she she cleaned up, and you never told your lady. I told her. I think like three months later, I took Shut the shit. Up. She was upset. She was like, hey, <laughs> she, was upset. "She was upset." Can't do that. She goes, "I shit in the garage one time in the old building. I'll shit anywhere." <laughs> yeah. 
I'm no, I shouldn't really? fame in his I, backyard. Yeah, after what happened? a five hour drive, I could you know you're driving back from like fucking Lompoc at yeah. the morning. Yeah, and you're like, I got you know, first of all, I'm professional. I'm not gonna shit in somebody's you ever go to a gas station, you wanna really shit and you look yeah. in there. You're like, No, you're like, I, I But can't that's do the this. difference between me and you is that I'll just do it. Like yeah, I've yeah, shit no, no, I've shit into wag bags in Afghanistan and throw it in the fire just to get the shit out of me. Because no, no, sometimes if you got like third world dump brewing or oh. travel shit, I mean road ass is the worst though. Like road ass you can't it's an emergency when you got to oh, shit with road ass. Terrible. Yeah, I've had I've had hot steamers just creep. I I shit one time into a Ziploc bag and put it in a guy's pillowcase. Uh, that's classic. That's yeah, sweet. I like that. And in college, that's classic. We would play cards in his room, and we were just fucking with him, you know. And so he uh, it turns out like it's like it's like Wednesday night, so we're gonna play cards. I already took the shit. It's in the Ziploc bag in his pillowcase. And oh. we're all sitting there playing cards, and then we get word that he's spending the night at his girlfriend's. So the other guy, the roommate's like, well, then get that shit out of here. Otherwise, it's going to be for us. We're just going to smell your shit. So I was like, all right. So I took the bag of shit, and I threw it out of the dorm, and it just landed like on the side of a hill, right? And it just sat out there <laughs> for like three days. And then we, they're like, oh, he's coming back tonight. So like, is the bag of shit out there? I was like, I don't know. It's, just, it's a bag of shit. It might be gone. You know, I don't know what the fuck happened to it. So I go outside and it's sit. It's been cooking in the sun for like uh, in this block bag for like three. I mean, it's you can smell it like from twenty feet away. You can smell it. I grab it, <clears throat> put it back in his pillowcase. We go to play cards again, and then he comes in. He's like, uh, "All right, fellas, we're going to bed." And we're like, "All right, we're just gonna play cards, man." He's, he's like, "All right." So he goes. He lays down his pillow, and we're all just like. Trying to be, trying to be like cool about it, you know, like not make too much yeah, of a yeah. thing. And then all of a sudden, he goes, "I gotta change my fucking sheets, man." And we're just like <laughs> trying to like not laugh, you know. He takes, he pick, he gets up, he pulls a sheet off the bed, and he takes his pillowcase, and he's like, and "You see him?" He just looks at the pillowcase, and he turns, he looks into it, and he turns it upside down, and a bag of shit just Ugh, falls out of it, and dude. you can see it's a hot, mushy, brown bag of shit. He fucking loses. He's like, "You motherfuckers!" Like he knows, obviously. Yeah. We're laughing. I mean, I can't fucking breathe. He picks up the bag of shit and he throws it, and it comes. I mean, right towards me. I duck my head. It, it lands on the on the on the wall behind me. Another guy picks up. They're picking up my shit. <sighs> he picks up, throws it this way. The whole fucking dorm empties. Everybody's in the hallway, like, "Oh my god!" You know, like because you're in college, like something's going on. What's going on? They're like, "There's a bag of shit. There's a bag of shit coming out of Red's room." He's fucking. Run- he who put the bag of shit? And I'm like, I don't fucking. I didn't put a bag of shit in your room. <laughs> Meanwhile, the 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 biggest guy in the fucking hall. It's like six eight, three sixty. Uh, tackle for the football team he's been drinking Everclear all night he's drunk and he's just fucking pounding on walls like like a fucking oh, it's, no. like a, it's like a it's like a fucking gorilla got loose you know so there's a bag of shit there's a fucking drunk ape fucking pounding on walls this kid's like who threw shit at me <laughs> the fucking giant starts projectile vomiting uh, all over the hallway it's uh, fucking it's a mess and he goes up and the kid finally tries to go to sleep like after he got the shit out of his room he's super pissed off and the drunk fucking orangutan comes in the room and starts picking up his mattress and smashing him against the wall. Like, he can't win. You know, he oh. can't fucking win. But there's just... And for years, he would ask me if I did it. He was like, did you shit in my pillowcase? I was like, so bad. I did. Mm. And then, you know, when I told him, I told him at his wedding. <laughs> I, t- I toasted him at his wedding, and I told him, I said, I shit in your pillowcase. Was he bad? No, nah, nah, he was like, just, we're, we're good. We're good, yeah. That's the worst. But wait, you uh, when you came back from... Uh, uh, from that trip, you said you were you were at Mike's place, right? Favorman. No, about five years ago, six oh. years ago, we we had a gig. Yeah, he used to book some little bar. He had a girlfriend up there, and 
he rented a car and he goes, you know, I'm going to stay with the girl, take the car home, and I'm trying to drive. And it's five hours at two in the fucking morning, mm. you know? Yeah. I think I get to Hollywood like at 6.30 and I got to shit and I, and I can't find parking. And I go, you know what? I just go shit at his house. He, he said he left the door open. Like, yeah, I get to his house and the door is locked. And I just shit in his backyard. Just wide open. There was, there was uh, paper towels. And I wiped my ass and I left the paper towels in the garbage, but I left the piece of shit out. And the next day, I'm over there, and he's like, man, it's the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody shit my yard, and I drove over <laughs> my car. He drove over, and he was stuck on his tires, uh... and it went loose. Because once you break the shit in half, that's yeah. when it's like mm-hmm. a tic-tac. That thing smells deadly. Yeah. It smells bad when it's just standing there, but mm-hmm. break that break, piece of yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. It's like tear gas. It gets yeah. bad. So he yeah. ran over it. Like after 12 hours in the sun, the mm-hmm. yard smelled for three or four <laughs> days. He was furious. He was fucking. I'll tell you what else always gets me. Like, I'm the type of guy as I'm leaving a joint. You know what I'm saying? You just did a set. And you're like, yeah. I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. Mm. I'll go when I get home. Yeah. And you, you, you can control it until yeah. you hit the five. And I've always told people that it's like your asshole knows. It when does you're know. You're, I say as that too. As your asshole hits yeah. the 101, it goes into full effect. Yeah. But once your eyeballs see your exit, Forget and once it. your asshole hits the Ugh. magnet on the off ramp, oh yeah, yeah like man. You're, once you for some reason, <laughs> yeah. once that asshole hits yeah. that magnet, it's mm-hmm. like your asshole knows where you live mm-hmm. and where that magnet is. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you hit it, because one that I had to drive in, home, and I go, I'll pull up to the front of the house and I just run up. It was coming out of my leg already. Yeah, and I, there was no parking. I went in my backyard, and that's when I just pulled out in front of my house and shit in the garage and drove over it, so my wife wouldn't see it. The shit, and then the next day I was going to just come pick it up with a thing and throw it away. Yeah, and the next morning she goes, "Oh, I left that piece of paper in the car, and I didn't even think about it." Yeah, and she came back up and she's like, "Man, there's a lot of gar- there's a lot of flies in the garage." <laughs> And I'm howling. I'm fucking howling. She doesn't know. I finally cleaned it up and yeah. told her like a year later. That, you know, yeah. shit You've definitely shit outdoors more than anybody else. Oh, I'll shit outdoors. I'll shit piss outdoors. I love it. There's I nothing. love taking a leak outdoors. Oh, That's the uh, best I'm thing. I'm jealous. This is why I hate about the cell phone. The cell phone ruined the leak process for me. Yeah. Because I would piss. I would just pull over, go on a payphone, take my dick out. People are looking oh, at yeah. this. They're not looking at your dick. Yeah. They're looking at your hand up here. Yeah. I did that for years. <laughs> Only when you go on the East Coast and it's cold out, that's how you get busted because next thing you know, steam is coming out of you. So yeah. you're a fucking messiah. Yeah. Or oh, there's yeah. something wrong with you. <laughs> this guy's on the phone and steam's coming out of his fucking feet, you know? But to seriously, payphones with my shit, I would piss. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I got a little bathroom. That's a payphone right there. Yeah. Get on the phone, take your dick out, and start fucking inhaling. That's and what I like about around. it. Uh, when I'm in like when, like here it's like different when you live in a city like this but when I'm in Florida and I'm driving around you know when you're like I've got to piss right now oh, yeah. I'll just pull over on any street and just go out walk outside the car and just piss on the side yeah. of the road the number one excuse for speeding is I got to take a shit yeah <laughs> and if you lower really? that window and you say yeah. what because there's always the <laughs> fart before the shit right the pre-fart attack yeah. that's the worst that's yeah. The, oh yeah that's the insides of you that got together yeah it mm-hmm. comes out first before yeah. the fart you don't notice it because you usually do it outside yeah but when you do it and you're in a fucking four door car you it's like leaving it and coming back the next morning yeah you're like my asshole stinks I gotta go yeah. see an octopologist yeah or some Somebody who specializes in the asshole, you know what I'm saying? Somebody. My mother, when I used to complain about farts, my mother would be like, don't complain about the farts. Farts are a gift. They're pushing the shit out. Yes, they are. And they are like a special gift. You get that first tear gas that comes out of your belly button. That first (laughs) set of that fucking Uh, rot that comes out of you. And then what comes behind that, so... I can hold my shit a long time. Yeah, See, like, it's very I'll, weird. I'll be like, I got to take a shit. 
and shit an hour later. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about that. I don't, well, I don't know the how you do it. The comes in your mind that you got to take a shit and you could hold it. Yeah. But there's times that you got to take no, a there's, shit. Yeah, there's... You but gotta, but when I say I got a shit, I got a shit. Yeah, I got a like, shit. There's like yeah. a small window, maybe a five-minute window. I got to go. You ever have plans, <laughs> but you got a shit and it ruins everything? Oh, yeah. Of course. Like this morning, I had a bunch of shit I had to do. I dropped my wife off. I went for coffee and I had to go to Sprint. <laughs> and right as I was drinking that coffee, I was like, you know what? Sprint's going to have to wait. I got to go home and let this motherfucker well, yeah. yeah. Because I usually eat like a cereal that'll make me shit for breakfast. So sure. I do that one. And then. you like a high fiber kind like of? A high yeah. fiber, like granola. I always eat something like crunchy to push that shit out. Mm-hmm. And then I end up going. And then you go out and meet somebody for coffee, and that's the beginning of the end. Yeah. Well, oh. I, I, you drink I like a cup to, of coffee, yeah. hit a cigarette, and that's your oh, number yes. one. But that's, I like to plan efficiently. Like I, in the morning, I have a regimen. I wake up. I drink a, a double espresso here I make in the house, and then I shit, and then I shower. Because lately, my dumps have been really Yeah, yeah you got to shit and shower. Yeah. You got to oh. shower right after, because sometimes I don't want to wipe 10 times. No, 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 no. If I got, if I got death ass, I'll just shower. <laughs> I fuck around and walk around with that. Yeah, you all stop day long. You at the audition, your asshole stings. Yeah, I hate I, When that. your asshole stings eight times, it's not that you're a pig and you didn't wipe it that Maybe you had a shit in a rush. That's the worst, too. Oh, shit oh I hate that. You don't wipe enough. Then you wipe it four, and you got half a pound of shit in your ass. Oh, How does this so fucking right. happen? You know what happened to me last week is uh, I was at the airport <laughs> in Vancouver, and uh, our gate was like there was like a construction gate. So they're like, you know, you have to go into a separate room. They're, they're building this part of the airport. So the only bathroom in our in our gate was a single you know, so there's like it's just like uh, a, the pressure. a man and wi- so I, I, I sat and I was like I gotta take a shit because it was like <sighs> it was like probably like twelve and I hadn't shit yet. You know, it was like noon uh-uh. and I had lunch and I had a coffee and I was like this is fucking business time right now mm-hmm. and I went in there, but then people start like uh, you, you know like you can, you can people are pulling on the door you know I like like r- fucking jiggling the handle jiggling the well, that handle. means it didn't stink enough yeah when you put that fucking uh. odor of death out there people won't jiggle the door because nobody <laughs> wants to follow that you know what I'm saying <laughs> don't need to follow. can I have a little uh, bit of water yeah of course of course oh, yeah. I'm getting uh, an anxiety attack real quick you okay yeah I'm alright okay. it's too warm in here amazing. Joey I'm sorry we don't I, you gotta open something. Yeah, we'd have to open the window. You know me, I'm a. I need it down at sixty for fucking survival. Oh, I sleep sorry. cold. Yeah, I got. You do have cold. like a bear. Yeah, I have a cold. Like my I'm husband. Not, I can't. I can't cope. I like it warm. No, fuck that. Is, shit. Your, is your lady? A, does she like the cold too? She's got no choice in the matter. <laughs> she can sleep on the couch. Now let me ask you: Do you shit in front of your wife? No, no. I don't does like she that. shit I don't in front like, of you? No, 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 no. I don't even like when she knocks on the door to have conversation with me. Well, that's you yeah, see. I'm shitting when when we moved into this thing. The number one priority was that we had a one and a half bath. And yeah, that half we bath need is that mine. Too. And it's behind the bathroom. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't want people in there. That's my bathroom. That's where I have my weed, my pipe. I got my book, Ross Perot. I got my <laughs> Dolce for life. And I go in there. It's got a little window, and I got a little refrigerator. Oh, that's good. I think Joey's sweating to death in here. If we could open that window. And uh, that was Walk the prerequisite. Out. Yeah, that's I don't want to smell my wife's shit. I don't want my wife to smell my shit. Well, can I recommend something to you that we okay. got? Uh, my friend Rena got us a gift. It's a spray that you can buy at yeah, like good. Bed Bath. That's right. Tell Rena to fuck off. <laughs> when, when my shit, there's no spray you to mask that vanilla shit. mask it? Nah, that, why would you want to do something like that to the good odor of fucking shit? <laughs> you ever put over something over shit, it just smells terrible. Well, if you get a strong enough spray, I it usually can get mask a it. Yeah. For the, oh, you I don't yeah, like okay. even following going in there. You ever yeah. take your own shit? Oh, all the time. Yeah. You forget to put Visine in your eyes and you go in there to get the Visine. You're like, what the fuck did I 
eat last night. Now you're sitting there for two hours thinking about life, and you might have stomach cancer. You never fucking know. <laughs> That's what happens to me. So There's I always light a candle. Garbage I expensive candles. Yeah. So what? I said there is garbage inside of me. It's the been fucking... smelling really bad lately. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's man. that lingering. It's that after uh, later, like you're like, what did I eat? That? And it's listen. And here's the funny thing: the healthier eat. The worst is yes. yeah. Like if yeah. you go to fucking you eat that chai and all that whey protein, kale and all that kale, shit. Kale, bro, you oh, stink yeah. so fucking bad. Even the steam bath, when the steam comes out of you, you stink bad. Yeah. So that's what I noticed. The healthier, like now I'm on the you know whole foods chicken and the meat. My shit smells fucking worse than it's ever done. I know. <laughs> it's true. You're right. I mean, I thought it would save my asshole a little bit. It hasn't a dick. No. Can I ask you, um, I didn't tell you this before, can I ask you to tell this a story you told me one time? Is fucking. Wow. It was like, the way that it happened was that we were talking, and you were, you actually asked, you like, how's Christina doing? And I was like, good, she's in, uh, I think I said Knoxville. You been in Knoxville? Is that where no, you were? No, I was in oh, Knoxville a couple of years ago. Knoxville. It was a few years ago, yeah. And you just went, let me tell you something. I was in Knoxville, like... <laughs> 12 years ago. Yes. That was a long time ago. Do you remember this story? Fuck yeah. I just told the other day in Tennessee. You did? Because somebody said they were from Knoxville. I didn't say it on stage. Yeah. And uh, I was in Knoxville doing a creative run. Do you guys remember creative? No. No. Creative artist was who had Carrot Top in the 90s who made millions with Carrot Top. And this guy off of Carrot Top was booking. This is 19... 97 when I lived here, he was booking all these rooms. He was paying headliners 350 a night. It wasn't bad. It features yeah. 250. It's not fucking bad. He's sending you everywhere. So, me and Vinnie Capola. You know Vinnie Capola? Uh-uh. Vinnie Lightbulbs. We were in Knoxville. Vinnie Lightbulbs. Vinnie Lightbulbs. He's on <laughs> Facebook. I tell this story about him. He's a very good looking guy. He looks like Godfather. Uh, he looks like Al Pacino in Godfather, too. We did Knoxville. He was the feature act, and I was just learning how to headline. I didn't know anything. And I go on stage, and Christina P. There's 16 people the first show. Yeah. But sucks. there was a couple in there, and this chick was just turning 21, and she was hotter than that. When I tell you she was hotter than that, she was Playboy material penthouse. I mean, she was just. And she yeah. was with this kid that looked like, you know, missing two construction <laughs> guys. She didn't know. Yeah. Nobody discovered this girl yet. Yeah. So the feature goes up, and then I go up, and it's 16 people, Christina. Oh, yeah. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Half hour. Yeah. Really? You're not going <laughs> to yeah. go nowhere. Just talk. Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking about fucking and sucking. And this girl is <laughs> drinking, and she gets into this whole tirade about my husband fucks me in front of my friends. I mean, basically, he was oh, married wow. to her, but he was pimping her. Oh, man. Okay, he was like coming over and he was fucking her and his friends would pay like pay-per-view. Yeah. Like you had to hear this shit. He would, she was saying how he would take her to work and put a bed in the back of the truck at, at lunchtime, construction, fuck her in front of all his friends oh. on the construction site for like $5 a piece. And she's there <laughs> telling me that. $5. Like she she's sold worth into more. This. this poor girl was taken by this. So it don't Jeez. matter. The first show ends. I go to the bathroom. I go upstairs to smoke with Vinny. But Vinny's on the first floor, and I got to go up to my room to get the weed or whatever. As I'm smoking, she's coming out of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you were very funny, blah, 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 blah. And, and, and I felt bad for her for a minute. Like yeah. She was like, she had great tits, a great face. I mean, this girl was dressed in the nines, and she's with this loser. And she starts talking. She's like, I didn't tell you about my blowjob and all this stuff. So I said, well, don't tell me about it. Do it. You know what I'm saying? So she takes my fucking dick out and sucks it. And no way. Bro, a great job. Showed me her pussy. I mean, a great job. I mean, this girl was world <laughs> great class. Great job. She didn't know it. She didn't even know it. Wow. I go up to my room. I smoke my joint. The second show opens, I come downstairs. When I come down, she's starting to get drunk, Christina. Uh-oh. Hammond, like, 
with that look, that one eye closed, and she sees me and she starts giving me the dirty eye. Uh-oh. And her and her husband are getting drunk and they're talking. And, and now there's eight people for the second show. And they're talking about even worse stuff, how he ties her up and makes movies with her. And in the middle of all this, they go, come into the stage, Joey Diaz. Oh, I come shit. up to the stage and she, at this point she's just looking at me and she just yells out, I sucked his dick. <gasps> and he's yelling, oh. what do you mean you sucked his dick? What do you mean? This is going on. You, <laughs> My husband, my wife sucked your dick. And, and I'm thinking, I'm, like, I'm going to fight thing. And the guy's like, fuck that. I want my $35. All he wanted was thirty five. He didn't even care that his wife sucked my dick. He's just yelling, I want my thirty five dollars. I want my thirty five dollars. I'm on stage going, She didn't suck my dick. She didn't suck my dick. They go, I want my thirty five dollars. I want my thirty five dollars. I'm coming back tomorrow night. I want my goddamn thirty five dollars. My wife don't suck nobody's dick for free. And he's saying this and I'm dying. I mean I'm fucking dying because this is Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. never went back. I think they even fired me and paid me for Saturday. Wow. Really? I don't think I even did the show. I can't because I asked Vinny because I even brought Vinny to Brea one night and I told the story on stage about this is what happened to us in wow. Knoxville. This chick just tapped out and started saying how she sucked my dick. Like, shit. came in my mouth. <laughs> She's saying all this and he's like, came in your mouth. That's $35. <laughs> and I'm fucking, you, you know, and there was no reality. $35. <laughs> $35. <laughs> That's a cheap blow. You sucked his dick, Joey, yeah. my wife. How could you a do that? Yeah. Yeah. This guy's like, fuck it. Yeah. I just want my thirty-five dollars. <laughs> Fuck so- it, suck his dick again for seventy. Wow. <laughs> Is it 70? <laughs> That's wow. That's so fucking fantastic. And you know, what a world. You try to tell people this, and unless you're on the road, like even a woman, yeah, yeah. what do you see on the road? You see disgusting I see women, all kinds of shit, yeah. Especially when you work like with a, a good looking feature or something. You're like, mm, yeah. really? Like I was doing a triple run. If you really want to oh, see. That's the worst. You really I know, I've done it, yeah. The ex- what's, what's the word? The dregs. Too smart. The, the dregs the, of the women. The lower of the yeah. low, the derelicts, in, I was yeah. In American home. Yeah. You go to American home. No. Oh, that's part of the. That's part of the Spud tour. He's got got two tours in Idaho. They call Spud number one and Spud number two. I did Lewiston, Idaho on a triple run. The paper mill city. It smells like like shit. Paper mill is terrible. Listen, I would do a triple run right now. Me, you, and your husband. It would be fun if the three of us. Yeah, for fun. But I was in an American home, and it's an Air Force place or a service place. And I get there, and since the minute I get there, the chicks come and me, you from New York? I got a brother-in-law from New York, you know, with that stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. I got cousins yeah. from New York. Wow. I'm yeah. no Mel, I'm no good looking guy and this chick's talking to me. Don't just so happened her husband was like the platoon leader. I, I, let's just say he ran the joint. Yeah, yeah. But the the, the house MC was like, uh, she likes you, huh? It's gonna be a fun night for you. So and this chick is like at the time I gotta be maybe 31, 32, and she's probably 42. Which yeah. She's a cougar in today's day. They didn't have that expression. Then they just called them horny old fucking lady. Now it's a cougar. <laughs> in my day, it was like, that bitch a freak. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So we start talking. I just ask, you know, suck my dick. I'll never forget this. Right on the stage, on the UFO, whatever it was, right mm-hmm. on the stage, behind the curtain, this lady went on her hands and knees and started sucking my dick like a trooper. But then somebody came and go, Joey, and I turned around. Now, nine out of ten women would have let the dick fall out of their mouth <laughs> and stood up. Not yeah. this lady. She grabbed onto that helmet and took the ride. Like, I dragged that. She was, like, <laughs> sucking that fucking horn of death till this day. Like I'm, pulling a bone oh, out of a dog's mouth. I went to... I went to <laughs> 
I went to turn Christine, yeah. and this bitch ah. is like, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. She didn't even care if somebody she was in the room. I mean, the shit on Triple oh, Run shit. is yeah, ridiculousness. I mean, and, you, and women will tell you, like, I've, I've had conversations with decent women that have gone, I've been on the road, and I see what those women are like with comics. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Well, I went on the road with uh, Ralphie May's wife, Lana Turner, many years, I think maybe like 2005, not so that long ago. But that was pretty rough. We just did these red. You did the triple talents. run. We did triple run together, yeah. and Lana was headlining. It was my first time featuring ever. Was it a triple run? And we did this town in Oregon. That'll break you, man. Right? It, 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 it taught me so many lessons. When you do s like shithole, legit shitholes, and you don't even have fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I was I was eating it, man. Yeah. Dry. <laughs> oh yeah. So I started the triple run. And, yeah. And I had no, like they called me on a Monday to be in Ogden, Utah. I'll never forget this. You know. And you yeah. go to Ogden, Utah, and you're the hot ass in your town. And also you go to Ogden, and they're like, <laughs> and after five minutes, you're dying. Oh, mm-hmm. you, minutes, you just dying. die up there, yeah. you're doing people's jokes, because it don't matter. Ain't nobody yeah. going to report back to the commissioner here. <laughs> no. It was I'm in yeah. fucking hell. It's yeah. awful. You know, I used to bomb on those trips. Oh, I bombed for two weeks straight, and yeah, Lana would crush. Straight. She would oh, just kill. She had those songs. I still know Reed City, like, I, and I used to have to get on get on stage and drive because I'd have my daughter the next day on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So no matter where the triple end, uh, run ended, I would have to drive all night long. Mm. I don't have to tell you about how many no-dozes and fucking Mountain Dews and how many times I woke up asleep in the car. Oh you say, let me pull over, but you leave the car on running so the heat runs. Yeah. And you wake up and you think you actually fell asleep. Has that ever happened to you? Oh, yeah. And you open your eyes and you're like, oh. and you're like, oh. Sure. You yeah. think the car was driving and you fell yeah. asleep. I mean, uh, that heat ones. too. That heat will put you to sleep yeah. in a car. Dog, I had a Scary. car in Seattle. I used to leak exhaust <gasps> in the air conditioning thing. So you had to write a suicide note every hour. <laughs> like every hour, it would take me eight hours to drive from Portland to Seattle because every like forty-five minutes you got to write like a "I love you, cruel world" and take a nap. And you wake up again, you're like, "I'm back." Twenty minutes later, you're like, I'm, I hate you, cruel world. New lease on life it every was, twenty minutes. Uh, it was. Uh, I did the, the last triple run I did was in 2001, 2000, after I had moved here and done some movies. I said, you know what, man? I, I don't want to be one of those guys that goes to the Melrose Improv one night and get sandwiched in between uh, Doug Stanhope and Nick, the, Nick DiPaolo by mistake. And you don't know how bad you look when you're yeah. here and they put you up at the improv and, and you get sandwiched in between two pros. Yeah. You don't know what your world is really like. You don't yeah. have that nowhere else. Every once in a while it would happen to me. Mm-hmm. And one night I was sandwiched in between Pablo and Doug Stanhope on mm-hmm. Black Knight at the uh, Monday. Oh, wow. no. yeah. And I said, that's it. Because yeah. you can't develop around here. you got to go no. on the triple runs and really write. Mm-hmm. And I, I did that for six weeks with Jody Fernick. I don't know her and name. I don't know her name. Crazy drunk bitch. And then we went to we got another two weeks. And you know what? It helped me become like you really make a jump. It's like going to basketball mm-hmm. camp. Yeah. When you're a kid, you go to basketball. Camp. When you come back, you're good because for three weeks you just focused on basketball. Oh yeah. You focus on your dumb web page. Yeah. Like, What's my headshot? Oh my god, right. nothing. You focus on dirty comedy. You better be. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Some nights they tell you these are Mormons. Yeah. You say fuck, they're gonna turn the lights off on yes. you. So you better get your shit together. Yeah. There's yeah. times now I will really would love to do a triple run, like a triple all star, 
get four and fucking people in the car. <laughs> That'd be crazy. The budget's 2000 Oh, and, and, yeah. and Tribble would put us up in these real dumps. I remember one time Lon and I were at a hotel that just got busted for prostitution the, like the week before. And we're oh, like, please. we're two women. We can't. Pigeons flying in the hall. It's, it's, we're like, we can't fucking, fucking stay here, yeah, man. Yeah, you got to share a room. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. One for sure, we did. LA Comic. It was one of the toughest nights of my life. But I remember one of my first runs, I went to Riverton, Wyoming. And that's one of the most interesting towns you'll ever go to. Because listen to where it's at. Riverton, Wyoming is one of the biggest mafia towns in really? the country at the really? time. They were, they were on, you, they were on uh, 60 Minutes. The, the feds had to go in there and take the town back. It was like Clint Eastwood in that one movie where he took over the town. Yeah. And what the, the moth was definitely doing was taking the prostitutes from Vegas once they were all fucked out and they had crabs and shit. <laughs> take them to all Riverton. Fucked out. All fucked out. <laughs> take them to Riverton and re, redo the pussy. Yeah. yeah. You know, vaginal rejuvenation, redo the hands, yeah. so you grab cocks again. And sometimes you desensitize. You, you get a stroke or something. You can only hold it with these yeah. fingers. Mm -hmm. So they would take them up there for like basic training and they had these strip clubs. And I remember going up there once and doing comedy and just being blown away because the whole town, his Riverton, Wyoming, it was 90% sex. Really? Wow. Like you got That's off so the weird. fucking exit and it was like peep shows, you know, yeah. peep shows, sex, uh, midges getting uh, pizza. You know, yeah. there was a mall yeah. and four things were sex related and pizza. And pizza. And I had to stay there one night. Even the club, they were like, bro, you want a lap dance? They were giving $5 lap dances at this one. $5. And they would let you suck their titties and, you know, finger them. And this was Riverton, Wyoming. And now, so but Tribble had a room there, like a, a disco. Like one of those things that becomes a, a t-shirt competition and then, but it really shows you about people. It shows you like when you go to Idaho yeah. and you see that one black guy in the room and he's hitting on white people and there's a mm -hmm. bunch of white dudes eyeballing them because they know this motherfucker's going down. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. Like you just learn. And I really love that. I, 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 I get pissed off when people say to me, oh, I just went to Europe and it was so cool. You ever been to Kansas? Yeah, yeah. no shit. Great, man. Yeah. I like checking out. Yeah. I like, I yeah. like KU. I like yeah. Lawrence and. Yeah. You know, there's so many places in this country that are great, but you're going to sit there and tell me how Shanghai blew your fucking mind, you dumb motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I really enjoyed about doing comedy. And this country, you know, people forget you get locked into where you live. Like, it's so big. It's so vast. It is, yeah. You can get in a car fucking for months and drive. You can want to hit everywhere in this country, man. And I tell you, those triple runs. Like, when I got into comedy, I got into comedy because I read... Uh, Lenny Bruce, that one mm -hmm. book about him. Uh, oh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I read that one, in high school. But the one that he goes back to the hotel, the Chelsea Hotel, and they shoot fucking heroin with strippers <laughs> yeah. and, and jazz musicians. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, me too. I didn't too. want to fucking be on Facebook. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That wasn't yeah. why. You know, I was the one chaos, of those rugged type right? The yeah. chaos. I like the idea of, of being out all day. I like the idea of, you know, of uh, hanging out with, like, degenerates at night. And, yeah. And having mm -hmm. a day job. That was always fun, too. So when you do the triple things it really makes you remember that not mm -hmm. here when you live in LA it's who gives a fuck yeah but I remember bombing so bad at those triple runs like I did a biker bar and at the time I was like telling jokes about philosophy and shit like I hadn't figured it out and I just ate such a bag of, of dicks and I was in the alleyway just chain smoking drinking calling my stepsister like oh, I can't be a comic this is terrible I'm never gonna do Was this like fun? just crying yeah and then the next day you do a little bit better you figure it out you, you drive write your eight hours. dick jokes yeah you drive you eight drive hours your six hours day. with yeah. 40 dollars that they paid you yeah and yeah. that's that's it that's do you think you because uh, we were talking about this how I can spot which chicks are ready to fuck Oh, you know? right. Well, um, tell them the story, how we oh. discussed this. Well, the, this past weekend, I was in uh, Vancouver, 
and uh, Hannibal, you know, Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris. Yeah, so I was doing the club, and the next day he was going to do a, a, a theater there. So he called, uh, he texted me, I was like, I'm coming in Saturday night. I was like, well, come by the club, you know, do a spot on my show, and then, you know, we'll hang out. So after the, the show was over, I saw him, and um, I was like, I'm going to go to my room, get my jacket. And uh, people were letting out, and these two girls were in the, lo- the lobby. And I was like, you should, go, you, should go, you should go talk to those chicks over there. I think they're probably, you know, they're down to fuck. And he was like, oh, do you know them? And I was like, no, <laughs> man, I'm just looking at them. They want to fuck. And he was like, all right. And then I went up to my room, and I come down. He's talking to those jerks. They're, they're touching his arm, you know, petting his arm and getting numbers. And I was like, what's up? He's like, yeah, they're fucking they're ready, man. And, he was, and I was like, yeah, and I was telling her. And well, I was like, I just, yeah. The point is, is that my husband's good at spotting the skanks and the whores that are willing to put them? out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he did. I know he went out with them. But, you know, they were ready. I could just tell. But do you feel like that's a, a skill to be able to see which girl's DTF and, and who's not? I'm an ugly dude. So I never had the skill... Of knowing, I always know I think you're ready to suck dick. Yeah, but how? Yeah, so how do you know those I two rods know, were willing to suck your dick? You can just tell. You can just tell. You can just tell how they're lurking, their <laughs> movements, what type. They're lurking. lurking, and then you ask you a certain mean? question. Okay. Like I believe, look, years ago I worked for a sports betting service, and I hated working for them because the first two lines of this pitch would blow you out of the water. And I went to him one day and I go, "Listen, I know you're Jewish and I know you're brilliant, but what's these two lines?" And he goes. I want the people to either hang up on you, change their number, or buy. I don't want to fuck around. He goes, in my life, I don't fuck around. It's interesting. When That's I was really 18, good. I had a friend that was not the best-looking guy in the world, Christina. Not only did he get fucked every night in hmm. eight, when he was 18. Because when I was 18, I was lucky if I got a piece of pussy. Never been a blowjob and an ass rub. Yeah. And, and sticking a finger up my ass. I wasn't into that. My mind didn't go that way. Yeah, yeah. But I had this friend, Glenn Conti, who was half Indian, half Italian, like an American Indian. He was yeah. big. And I would listen to him. I remember being on the beach with him, and he would leave, not to get a drink, to fuck. Wow. In high school, he had the gift to go up to women, blah, 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 blah. So one day, I'm like, how does he do it? And I would listen to him, Christine, and he was telling women right off the bat, like, listen, here's the deal. You look beautiful. You got dude up to go out. Obviously, you didn't get dude up. You could meet a man, but that's not what you want to do. When was the last time somebody sucked your pussy real good? <laughs> And that works for him? Because it knocks him out of the water. Because no one else yeah, does. No one's Nobody saying that does. shit to you. I've yeah. seen TK, what's the comedian who robbed? KT or TK, TK without the, the hair plugs and stuff? There's a comedian who robbed Puff Daddy in Vegas that he's very funny. Yeah, TK yeah. Kirkland. TK Kirkland. Oh, TK oh. Kirkland. And I seen him at the store one night. I seen <laughs> this. And he went up to a hot chick and he said, here's the deal, baby. You're my second choice. If shit don't work out with that girl right there, it's me and you till the wheels fall off. Stay right there. I'll let you know in a half hour. That wow. bitch stayed right there for what? a half hour. Yeah. I tell him to go fuck himself. Because it's how, and I would watch this kid, and he would always tell chicks, I want to suck your pussy. I'm going to fuck you really good. And either they were on the program yeah. or they weren't. It's, it's a great lesson it's in the, because he, what, what the guy's actually doing is you're making that, like, that. That, that conclusive statement mm-hmm. and the reaction, like if they walk away, they walk away. They walk away. Right. But and if, then that girl, if that girl the next one, yeah. stays there, you, knew you are you fucking You weren't going to get nothing. She was either going <laughs> to suck your dick with a napkin in her hand yeah. or she wasn't going to let you come on her neck. So I don't want right. you around anyway. You're going to waste my time anyway. Now, yeah. So he would just sift them out. And I started doing that. I would go up to 400 pounds. I'd go up to women. Listen, I'm going to suck your fucking every hair out. I'll suck it like a fucking spare rib. <laughs> 
And they'll say, you're a fat fucking slob. You're lucky I'm not calling the cops. But then they would go and talk to their little white buddies who were talking about what? Facebook. <laughs> if you were my girl, we'd go around the world. You know what? Yeah, that yeah. little fat motherfucker right there told me he was going to lick my asshole with a nice cubic. <laughs> you know what? Let me go talk. And once they turn around and give you the finger, you yeah. got them. Really? Once they call you a pig or a cocksucker or a cunt, you got them. Now the next objection is I'll come home with you, but nothing's going to happen. Well, oh, that's bullshit. No. That's once, Because once you have them fuck. back in your lair... Yeah. It's I'll game on, up, yeah. Listen, I'll grind up aspirin. I used to give chicks aspirin all the time, tell them it was blow. Really? Nobody sucks my dick. Nobody gets cocaine <laughs> unless they suck my dick. Nobody. Plain and simple. That's it's a really good grand. life motto. Like, yeah. Why would you no, give your cocaine away no, unless they suck you your suck dick? suck my dick first, then you get a line. Yeah. You don't know how many times I've grinded up bare aspirin, put aluminum foil, and given it to a chick. Two lines. What do you think? A chick knows what coke is at two in the morning after they just did 20 they're martinis? Drunk. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, awesome. And yeah. I would save the country. <laughs> I remember one night in New Mexico, I was shooting the longest yard. And I picked up a chick that Tracy Morgan was messing around with, like, asking her, like, you know, you want to have a black baby and all that shit, yeah. tells women. And she was just high. She just followed me home. And I put her in the car. And I remember that I had, like, a gram, a little bit of coke. And I'm like, this bitch ain't getting it until she sucks my dick. And I remember, like, putting her together. Like, I got Noriega downstairs. I remember going to the bathroom, grinding it up, <laughs> taking the coke out of my aluminum foil, putting a dollar bill, putting the aspirin aluminum foil and going into the room and her doing three lines and her jaw was going. Really? It's like a placebo. Yeah. yeah. Like I realized how strong the fucking mind was. Yeah. You think so it's that? Yeah. I'm crazy like that, you know, because I, I need that coke to put on your pussy to numb it. <laughs> so forget putting it up your nose. So you suck dick. You got to play. You got to pay to play. Now, I'm old school. This ain't, I ain't no rich white kid. This father's got a corporation. Fuck no. You got to show me that monkey before I open up the wallet. I don't give a fuck what you've done before. Do not say la vie. I'll put a coke rock in my pee hole and whack off. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You're talking to the wrong dude. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's okay. the truth. It is. Do you want me to help you with that? No, I'm all right now. Um, savage. Well, now the young guys that listen to the show, we have a lot of young guys listen. Yeah. No, why do you gotta... lie to a woman? Just tell her the truth. And if she don't want to take the ride, you had nothing anyway. Well, and can right. I tell you, especially... You had nothing anyway, so... No, you're right. And I, uh, you know, I didn't really... I didn't do like a this, lot of that yeah. in college, but I will say that I... Girls like me, who I, I wouldn't do it. Like, I don't want anything to do with those dudes anyways. You right. know what I mean? Like, you don't want a girl like me at the bar, because I'm real uptight. I won't come home and suck your dick for blow. Like, it's not going to happen. Right. But it's better that you know that. But and that's be the like, thing nah, is, somebody no approaches thanks. you and tries, and, and try, or even back in the day tried that, yeah. then you're a no. That's fine. You're a no. Then they, then the guy can go Find on to the, the next girl. girl. Be yeah. like, hey, but I have friends that have brought duds home. Yeah. And yeah. they brought duds home because they never established that. That's, yeah. that's what I'm they saying. They lied I'm to the them. Dud, it's yeah. like that guy that says, <laughs> um, come to dinner and I'll introduce you to the, to the yeah. director. Yeah. If yeah. you come as a woman, if you come that. to me and say, "Look, you're a you're a good piece of ass," let's go home and fuck. Why? Yeah. A, a, a smart woman will go. The guy's good looking. At least he was honest with me. Yeah. Right. At least I know where I stand. Right. Yeah. Some women nothing, want to be lied to, but yeah. nothing's more insidious than when a guy does that shit to you. Like, oh, we'll talk about business or we'll do this. When I was younger, just tell me. Yeah. Tell me you want to fuck me and you'll get a far a or, lot better. Yeah. Or you want to date me? You want to take me on a formal date? But don't mix it with don't show business. It. Don't, don't lie fucking. To me and yeah. Say, that makes me bananas. You know, you get these fucking guys that go home and then. They get duds. Whether she fucks, she didn't fuck. You know why? Because you didn't establish. Because you didn't lay down yeah. the rules. Yeah. Your fucking time. Yeah, I don't I like agree. doing that. Yeah. I don't like doing. I don't like doing that. No aspect of my life. Yeah. I want to know why I stand from day one since yeah, I was six. I don't like that shit. Well, then when'd you come here? Then you get into an argument with the girl. Then which? Yeah. I thought you had blow. No. You knew you were coming over here to suck dick. I told, I'll tell yeah. him. Yeah. I'll say, if I bring you home, you know we're gonna get down. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking do everything to you. A couple months ago. <laughs> 
uh, a comedian girl about a year and a half ago called me up. And she goes, Joey, and I don't even know if you guys know her. She was like an open mic, a really cute girl. Mm-hmm. When I met her, you know, when you meet somebody, you know there's something wrong. But yeah. who am I to judge somebody? I just know she was very cute, had a great body. And at the time, she had a boyfriend. She would tell me, well, she would tell all of us, my boyfriend, I got to go meet him. He's a bartender. So about nine months later, Ralphie May could be my witness. The girl calls me. Out of the fucking blue. I had never given her my number. We weren't friends like that. I never. And she goes, Uncle Joey, I have a problem. You know, and I go, what's up? And I thought it was like she wanted to do comedy somewhere. Yeah. So she's like, I really have a problem. I got this job, and it's SAG, and I don't have the 2500 to pay for SAG. Uh-uh. You know, I was wondering if I could borrow the 2500 from you. And I said, well, to be honest with you, I just got to ask you one thing. How are you going to pay me back? And she goes, well, the job is $800, and then I could give you like 100 a month, you know, and, and Mm. I have a daughter and I have nieces and, and I felt bad you know I don't know if I want to give her the full 2500 I think I had like 1500 I could have lent her and then waited for yeah. the day. but before I could say nothing she goes or we could work something out oh my god right I haven't seen her since then I know she's oh, dating geez. somebody now and I go so right away my ears perk up I'm married but I just in the back of my mind, <laughs> I want to know how far I could push this. Yeah, right. yeah. So I said, "What are you talking about?" She goes, "Well, you know, maybe we could just meet sometime and fool around." And I go, "Describe fool around, you know." And she yeah. goes, "Well, give me some details." She goes, well, "You know, maybe we could fuck around. You could eat my pussy." And I go, "That's twelve hundred dollar difference. <laughs> Unless your pussy's made out of fucking, you know, gold. Right. That's a big difference. And I don't mean to be rude. At this point, listen, guys, between me and you, I, I don't want to do nothing with my wife. Yeah." I don't want that karma in my life. So yeah. for me right now, I'm a comic. Right. I got to see how far I can push this. So I go, let me call you back in a little while. We'll figure this out. She goes, okay. So I hang up and I forget all about it. And, I, and Ralphie May calls. And he goes, you want to go get weed? And I go, yeah. I get in Ralphie May's car and bling, it's her. I go, Ralphie, don't say a word. Pull over. I go, what's up? And she's like, well, did you think about what you want to do? Because I really need the money by Wednesday. I go, okay. I'll meet you in an hour. I go to the ATM. I can only take 400 out tonight. So I give you the balance in the morning. We can, oh, I go, no. how about we get a hotel room and we do everything fine? She's like, well, describe everything. I go, well, you know, this is $1,200. Mm-hmm. You're going to suck dick. You're going to swallow. I'm yeah, going to come on call, your eyeballs. Right? I'm going to punch you in the kidneys. <laughs> yeah. And I could hear her folding. Uh-huh. Like she thought there was all these little yeah. boys that was going to eat her pussy because she was bad to the bone. Yeah. The bitch is bad. Let me tell you, the bitch is bad. <laughs> And then I go, and to be honest with you, right in front of Ralphie. Ralphie's howling. He's howling. I go, to be honest with you, I'm going to do my best shit to you. I'm going to give you a 3000 and I'm going to light your asshole on fire. <laughs> and I said it just like that, and there was silence. And she goes, fire? <laughs> and she goes, can I call you back? <laughs> About an hour later, she calls me. I said, Uncle Joey, I don't need that money no more. <laughs> I borrowed it from my uncle in Seattle, Doug. I fucking just to just to just to see what because people are crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I said I'm gonna light your asshole on fire, and I said it a certain way. Yeah, she was like fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my asshole lit on no. fire ever. So we have some oh, people shit. don't know. You know, I could have been a really bad guy yeah. and taped her or yeah. something. Yeah, I look at that and I'm like, you know, this is the time in your life you leave yourself so vulnerable. And I don't even think she did the job. Like, I seen her a year later. I go, how did the job go? She goes, they cut me out. Yeah. So, thank God, you know, I didn't get involved with that because I would have been minus and I couldn't get a blowjob from the girl because, yeah. what are you going to tell Plus, you? that shit always comes back to haunt you. Oh, yeah. I think it's not good. If you're married, you can't. You got to walk a walk, man. You know, I was telling somebody the other day that 
when I was a kid, friends of mine would come up to me, like guys that I was banging with, robbing people with, and they would say to me they cheat on their girlfriend or their wife. I'm like, listen, you meet some chick at a bar and you cheat on her. I don't give a fuck. But somebody who goes out of their way for you, who cooks yeah. for you, so you're cheating on them. I didn't even want them around me no more because in the back of my mind, I said, what if we get busted? If they fuck their wife over, they'll rat on me. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. I judge guys like that shit. I don't yeah. know. I mean, this guy cheated on his wife who walked down the aisle with them. Yeah. Yeah, He's man. the person who in fucking God's is the mother. Acts like this. Listen, Christine, mm. I tell my wife all the time, you know what? There's some women back there. You don't have to do nothing. They just want to suck your dick. And I understand that, Christine. I understand that some night you might bump into Brad Pitt. And he might have three <laughs> cocktails. And he says, I want to fuck you. And I love uh, Tom, but it's Brad Pitt. Right. <laughs> it's Brad Pitt. Do I have Or whatever the fuck it is. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I understand fuck things him. happen. Okay. But it's when I call Christine. Yeah. yeah, it's when Christine calls me back, and we start. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe yeah, yeah, we yeah, should. Yeah, that's yeah. that's when you're hurting somebody. Yeah, sure. things okay. are gonna happen on the road. Things are gonna happen. Yeah, there's road beef. You're just gonna that fall falls into with a mouth open. Remember that commercial yeah. we were kids? <laughs> Your peanut butter fell into my chocolate. Yeah, sure. Same fucking thing. Yeah, sure. don't get me wrong. Sometimes my dick falls in places. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> no, I don't it mind doesn't. That, Christine, <laughs> you know, some guys gonna come to you one night at a bar and go, "You're beautiful." And then what they have? How many guys have said to you, "Can I just have a kiss?" You've yeah. never had a guy say that to you. You give him yeah, a kid, and it comes in his pants, and the sperm comes out of his ear. Boy, <laughs> it's the same thing. But it's, it's when I call you, Christine, and I make yeah, plans deliberate. with you. Well, Tom is in Connecticut. Uh, that's sneaky. when your karma. Yeah, what the that's fuck? That's lying in wait. That's when your karma comes. That back. is karma. And that's, that's when karma, yeah. I think it's justifiable homicide to kill your spouse. It's Probably. But in a way, you don't because. In the, the karma will fuck them up. Yeah, yeah, well. They'll do it again. And they'll yeah. keep doing it again. That's where I keep going again. You know, when I kidnapped that guy in 87, I, got, I made 18.5 <laughs> out of it. That, really? All that cost me. That that All that whole thing with the weapons and everything, I made 18.5. You know what my attorney bill was? What? 18,000. Oh, Jesus. Two years of my life, I made $500. Bro, Life, don't forget it. They always send the receipt. And he won't even accept your Facebook request. Won't even. What kind of shit is that 28 years later? Yeah, what an asshole. But it's like, uh, you know, karma will always send you a receipt. Yeah, yeah they always, And when it happens, you know it. Know. As it's happening, you know it. You know, yeah. you uh, every once in a while I rob a lighter from 7-Eleven. You know, yeah. as a goof, because it's the last pieces of me. Yeah. When the fucking Hindus turned around, I'll put the lighter right in my hand <laughs> and put it in my pocket. Sure enough, on the way home, I'll get a flat. As I'm changing the flat, I'm thinking about <laughs> the fucking Hindu yeah. for a dollar ninety nine. Dollar ninety nine. Because God sent me a receipt. So yeah. I'm already hip to all that. And I've been hip since I was 27. Thank God. Once I came out, I was like, look at this. My attorney bill is 18. Isn't and that I ironic 18, shit, five. Huh? Beautiful. That's how it is. Then all this for I fucking bucks. know what happened. Yeah. There you go. So there's uh, no shortcuts in life. There's no shortcuts. That's no. the thing. My dad always you pay me the that. price, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's better. It's the other thing. Is, is it's better to, like for have it, please for your um for your career, is uh you know when you do the work because everyone's yeah. you know, everyone's looking for a shortcut in like in stand up and there's comedy. There's no shortcuts. If you, in comedy. if you do your work and you and you get good, you're actually good. Then when your opportunities come to you. You're able to fucking mm-hmm. knock it out of the park, man. Who have you seen that has a shortcut with him? Yeah. A couple of years ago. Let's get it out of work. <laughs> There's a guy at 3F by the name of Chicken. That was the biggest scam in the history of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. This is on Stanhope's blog, right, about this guy. They the scam, and the kid ended up dying. Killed himself. And yeah. that was one of the many Chicken. people that come out here. Yeah. And these agencies think they're pulling the wool over your eyes. Yeah. Oh, he's cute. Yeah. He's this, he's that. He got that, uh, he got like a... $350,000 development deal. Oh, you got everything. Yeah. It's like the guy from that fucking dumb movie that all you motherfuckers. 
Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. 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 A bust out. Yeah. So he does one movie and you idiots jump up and down. That's how it is. That's how really? this business yeah. is. Really? It's a long, it's a marathon. Comedy Central, Comedy Central, like, he was so bad. Remember, he had to quit the show. They put it on him. Oh, yeah. It was him. Can't Did they really? It. They came out and said, they're like, he sucked. Cover the spread, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look at Dimitri Martin. They mm-hmm. gave him that fucking money ball. Mm. You know that, right? Ma- what do you mean, money you know, ball? No, money ball was his. No. He's part of Jonah Hill. Seriously? We didn't know that? No. And Brad Pitt called up and said, dog, what yeah. do I do with this idiot? <laughs> really? You Did he call that. him an no. idiot? Call him an idiot. What am I going to do with this idiot? He's an idiot. That's Comedy Central. You guys think he's cute and funny. Mm-mm. This guy can't even act. Guy couldn't even act. That Jonah Hill role was his. You guys didn't know that? No. no. Check around. I had not. Well, Jonah Hill did that, a great job. That, that was a great movie. That movie got pulled back. That movie got stopped. When it got released, I go, they released that? And I remember I was at APA one day for a meeting, and I said, yeah, that was that fucking moron's role. The ones that all oh, you fucking cocksuckers mm-hmm. go crazy over. Not you me. You even act in a room with fucking... With fucking breath. But isn't that interesting how industry they go bonkers over acts that really can't entertain America? You they know what can't I'm saying? Cover the spread. Right. Like you what know, but why does the industry the they love this this irony shit, the shit that doesn't really work in the, the country, you know? Like I don't know what that is, what that elitist. This is when you see them pushing is. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You see them pushing, see all time, pushing, yeah. pushing, pushing, and that person can't cover it. No. And you know that that person's gonna do something, open up their mouth. And something somewhere along the line, things are going to go fucking bad. You see it. That's why I'm happy I didn't go to Montreal. Oh, they the, never took me at either. At the time, like I was really depressed <laughs> and insecure about my comedy. Yeah. Now I'm so fucking happy because you know what? 15 years, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I'm funnier than I could ever be because I'm writing, I'm putting the work, and now they got to suck my dick because I really don't care. I've been without these people for all these years. I've done movies. I've done TV shows. If you think I need you now, now you got to suck my dick. So, like I told Joe the other day, he goes, hey, man, some radio station con- contacted Joe and said, would you tell Joe if he wants to go on? And I go, hey. It's too bad. You can't be a Red Sox fan after they won the World Series. Right. If you weren't there for the 30 years before, don't come mm-hmm. to me now. Yeah. Where were you 20 years ago when Montreal told me they didn't want me because I was moving my hand on stage? Come on. They did not get what I was moving my hand on stage for. But a problem happened that year. A guy by the name of, who wrote Ghostbusters? What's uh, that guy's name? He wrote Analyze That. Reitman? He put me for no, that no, movie. No, While we were doing the movie, I told him what Montreal did. He goes, bro, those people don't know dick about nothing. No. He goes, look at me. They didn't put me on fucking on, on Saturday Night Live because the guy hated me. I went on to write Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, <laughs> Blam, Blam, Stripes. So what difference does it make? Yeah. All that shit is just more shit to put you in connection with people that ain't doing shit. That aren't doing shit. With a bunch yeah. of people in circles. So oh, I'm going to this festival to talk to other that's comics. So yeah. I want to talk to other comics like I want a nigga fucking me in my asshole. <laughs> okay? That's how I want to talk to other comics. These no fucking soul dickless motherfuckers. You know? No soul dickless yes. motherfuckers that walk yes. around lying to your face. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. You got a room. You never call me for yeah. it. Yeah. But don't you think that stand-up is an art from the streets? Like, it's kind of like it's a it's a street person's art. It's a it's a tell it like it is. It's a lower class, uh, at least to me, or working class kind of way of of being. Yeah, you bust balls with your friends, you tell shit jokes, and then 
You know what I mean? Like the comics I always loved were like Richard. They're Pryor not elitist. From, they're, they're, they're from people, shit. They're like rich. I don't like they're egos. I don't like egos in no category. Right. Especially when it comes to comedy. I don't like being Neither around egos I, yeah. because the end of, at the end of the week they always bitch about me featuring. Yeah. So if you're gonna bitch about me featuring, take your egotistical fucking bullshit. That comes from yeah. Rocky Laporte. There's a bunch of little faggy motherfuckers out there that you put a little heat in front of them and they crumble like fucking whatever. Then mm-hmm. they complain about you. That's not a headliner. No. You're not a headliner. Then. Don't complain about. It. You're not a comedian. I agree. Yeah. All these comedians that get together and talk about this thing that happened with Dane and all that, these are not comics. See, when I stopped doing Blow in 2007, it, this hit smacked me like, like a fucking guy 20 years ago smacked me. That before I became a comedian, I became a man. So I'm going back to becoming a man, and then the comedy will work for me. I went back and dug into my character, and I, and I made a point that when I was doing Blow, I let things go because, God forbid, you get in the middle of my addiction. I don't have that problem no more. There's no more addiction. So if you come to me, you better come correct. Don't even come to me no more with your bullshit stories because I don't want to hear them. Yeah. I work too fucking hard. I'm up at 5.30 tweeting, calling people cocksuckers, writing jokes, writing stories. I'm trying really hard here. For the first time, as a comedian, we have the upper hand because we don't need these people no more. Right. We don't need Comedy Central. We don't need these people. We don't need half of them. You know what? I'll put an eight-minute tape on there every month that'll do much more mileage than your hour special mm-hmm. on Comedy well, Central. Like this, three of us sitting because here doing a podcast right now. Your Comedy right Central now. special only is good for fucking... 10 mm-hmm. days and after that it goes into some fucking vault and they fucking play it once a month on a Sunday yeah. after everybody else gets their knowledge but you control everything on that computer yeah. and when you get 250,000 subscribers let me tell you something my friends you have your own network yeah. when Ohm comes to you and says hi Santa, we want to do this Christian you're like this is what I want because I'm bringing you 250,000 viewers right. at a dollar at two dollars a viewer you better write that fucking check my friend Yeah, because mm-hmm. I've had these guys I've trained them on a podcast with videos I put my own shit up online which now people you're just programming people to do what you're doing yeah. which is the same thing they're doing in a year you're going to be calling fucking uh Gel, one of those gel things, and going high. This is Tom Segura. Oh, you and the to, shoes. You want to throw me two grand a month for commercials on my YouTube yeah. face? Yeah. yeah. Because if you pay ABC, they're just going to DVR right through them. Yeah. Right. At least you know people are going to do this. This We control everything now. For the first time in 20 years, we have our... When I get an audition now, it's like, really... Yeah, why don't you put it online? Can't you really? just do it? Really, I your gotta go to fucking four oh five to talk to you about a Hispanic. Go fuck your mother. I'm over here twitting. Every tweet's a dollar. Yeah. Every tweet's a dollar because these people go on iTunes or whatever the fuck you're selling. So we don't need them no more. Oh, you don't want my hour special because I got a picture of a big black dick in the front? Fine. <laughs> I'll go to the stage. I'll go to the fucking ice house, get it for free, yeah. get 60% of the door, shoot my own special, and I'll chop that 60-minute special into six 10-minute fucking chunks. And I'll put it up every fucking the day of the month. And that's going to get more people in because you're doing that every month. Yeah. You're not in the public eye once a month no more with comedy. Not that, that, no. Yeah. I'm doing it my own. I got the Tom Segura show. Once a fucking month on the first for free. For free. Thing. And I get yeah. 40,000 hits. Yeah. And, you know, those people will come see me and we'll pay. I don't need you no more. Yeah. I mean, you did um, You did a thing that, you know. I have to pee, you guys. Be the, I'll be right the back. New, the new fucking move is you put out your own shit with the album. And that's. I went online and put out. I needed money. I stayed on Twitter for a year and a half. And I went online and I said, guys, I want to shoot an extended Mad Flavor World. All I have is $1,400 in the bank, and I got $3,100 sent to me on Twitter and Facebook. What? I didn't go on fucking uh, Kickstarter and do none of that. I went to my friends on Twitter and Facebook. 
And I said, I want to do a documentary of where I went, I grew up on. When I was 14, my parents died, and these Italians took me in. And all these people were my Both parents. Both your parents died when you were 14? My father died when I was three. My mother died when I was 15, to be honest with you. And uh, this this town, North Bergen, took me in, and I, and I ate at their houses. And I did a lot of crazy shit, but they never turned their back on me. And now I, I represent them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's... Uh, so I wanted just to show people, Carmine the Torch Balzano, I wanted to show all these people, these people that I had grown up with, that uh, they weren't, I didn't have any blood. I had street blood, which is the strongest one, because when you know you have a brother and you don't have the same blood in your veins, that's when God, God took my family, but he gave me a different gift. He showed me the gift of friendship with people, people that live and die for me, not these mutts I have around me in L.A., motherfuckers that live and die for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I went back and I took the $3,100 and I took the 15 I had and I shot for two days and I just interviewed people. You didn't see the cover to it? Is that... You haven't seen the cover with my ball sack? (laughs) Where I get my ball from? That's what that is? That's the cover to that. Holy shit. That's the cover to that. And this is going to be online or what are you going to do? Yeah, well, what we're doing is I I got it. We just finished it up. It's getting the sound done uh, today. Tomorrow I have to go do the graphics. By next week I'm going to send it to all the people that donated first. Get them talking online, then I'm going to put it on Amazon.com and on PayPal for $5 a piece. That's great. And it's just, and this is what we've controlled. Thank you very much, Lord Princess. This is now, I feel a lot better about myself. If if the guy from, uh, you know, uh, my name is Earl, don't want to see me, it's fine. Yeah. I got my own shit on thing. You know, I'm taking all my storyteller stuff from the Ice House. Yeah. All those fucking stories. Like tonight, I'm doing drugs. Yeah. You know, Hard drugs. Like you doing that at the Ice House tonight? The 82. I'm taping it. And I'll put those online for dollar ninety nine a piece because I know they'll sell. Three, four thousand of them. People want to hear that shit. And you're going to put it, was it like on iTunes or what? Yeah, yeah. I got last month's. I got uh, criminal stories from my prison stuff and the month before. I just did a bunch of other stuff. So he's going to sort of. So you're doing a storytelling show monthly? Every month. At stories, the Ice House? Yeah, because I read the storytellers. Yeah. At, at the okay. Ice so you just go up there and you just. Yeah, I just do them myself. I don't want nobody telling stories. I do my own goddamn stuff. Yeah. Well, there's nobody better. Yeah, so what, you know, so, and I just, and this is, I'm really happy right now. That's great, for man. For once in my life, I don't have to hear about, well, you're too dirty, or, yeah. uh, you know, this, or uh, that. You know what, bro, it doesn't really matter. They're laughing. Right. Well, that, that dirty shit has always killed me. And Joe Rogan, we were on his podcast last week, and he made a great point about that dirty shit. Is that back, you know, the, the advertisers, everybody's worried about the advertisers pulling out if you say something that offends America. But listen, America's made out of grown-ups, right? And these grown-ups say fuck, right? And they live lives that are grown-up lives. And if they can't handle it, I, I can't don't even fucking. I, and I'm not saying this to be like, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm too edgy for that. Whatever. But I can't even. I see. I hear like a, somebody that doesn't curse or talk about real. I'm not it's even weird. interested. I don't want, I don't I don't want, want fucking it fucking hear. It's funny. A couple of weeks ago, Rush Limbaugh got a, uh, had a problem. Correct. He's called women whores. Yeah, yeah. If you watch World News tonight, two nights later. All the sponsors that pulled out were on ABC News Tonight. So what did they lose? Yeah. They pressed their point. Like I told Adidas when they called me to sponsor the podcast, they go over the content. I said, listen, if I talk about sticking a fucking six-foot black dick in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, in a, what do you call those chicks that sell cookies? Uh, Girl, Girl Scout. Scout. Girl Scout. And you yeah. get offended and you pull out. Mm-hmm. You could always announce that. Adidas pulled out. Yeah. That pulling out, that's just as much it's, advertising. Yeah. Yeah. So who the yeah. fuck are you people? What's yeah. all a scam? Yeah. You know, when I put that picture up in my ball sack the other day, <laughs> I put that up Sunday night because I'm trying to teach comedians in America again that we've forgotten about the 70s. Yeah. The greatest. And when you bought an album in the 70s, 80% of it was off the cover. Yeah. Like ACDC back oh, in right. black was yeah. never, almost never released because the studio were fighting them. They didn't want to release a black cover. 
So when I thought about the documentary thing, I said I got to get something to buy them. So I had. Do you know? Have you seen this? Take no. a picture of my ball sack and put where I got my balls from for my documentary. And what we did was, I go watch Felicia. I go, we're gonna put it on Facebook and Twitter. She goes, they're gonna throw you off. Done. That's my point. Yeah. You want them to throw you off so they talk about you. So Sunday night I went on Twitter, Facebook first, where the Christians I put the ball sack on there with the album cover. Mm-hmm. Within five minutes I had 400 fucking comments, people. The whole page was going <laughs> they up get and crazy down. when you got to see this. You got to see this. Okay, yeah. So I left it on f- Sunday night. When I got on Sunday, Monday morning, the warning, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. identify these people. Okay, you got if you do it again. So I said, listen, I'll put it on Twitter. Let them go crazy on Twitter, and then I'm gonna come back to Facebook, announce the three videos, announce my dates for the week, and then put the ball sack up. But I'm putting it up five <laughs> minutes every fifteen to twenty minutes. So five minutes, and then click it off. Five minutes, click it off. I did that for an hour. Finally, when I got home at nine, they suspended me for twenty four hours. They did. My wife was like, "What did I do?" I went on Twitter and said they suspended me on Facebook. So the fucking picture on Twitter got over thirty thousand hits. So much. Oh, Jesus. If I get. Five percent of that to buy. I yeah. did my job. Of course, yeah. yeah. That's your job. Yeah. You know, if you get the Ohio, you remember that song "Fire." Dun, dun, dun. Oh yeah. If you look at the album cover, the Ohio players made two albums. Both album covers had a hot, dirty bitch inside. Yeah. Honey was a hot, naked bitch with honey on top of her nipples and a pussy. You didn't see it. And Fire was a chick naked with the hose going through her. That made you buy that album when yeah. you were 13. Sure. Because there was a naked woman in there. You didn't care what they were uh, singing. Yeah. And that's why I keep <laughs> saying we got to yeah. take it back to the fucking 70s yeah. here for the creative marketing yeah, they did. You know, I've always told people there was no more more creative in marketing than the cocaine people. Yeah. Because they told you you were paying $100 off the bat. Yeah. And they sold it as musicians and people who were important did it. So when you go to a bar and somebody come out of the bathroom and go... Okay. How is it? Oh my God, you're so special. They yeah. sold the specialty thing. Yeah. Nobody ever fucking yeah, the, seen the, it. The, the greatest marketing tool of all time. Yeah. Weed is five dollars. Acids two dollars. You know, yeah. THC mm-hmm. crystals five dollars. Where do you get a hundred dollars? Yeah. You know, you, you could only ask for what you're, you. You could only ask. Only you know what you're really worth. Yeah. You know, you ever go pay for a car and you're like, it says in the book six thousand dollars, but you pay eight. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about a book? You're going to pay whatever they tell you to fucking pay if you give them that type of, if you give them shit. Right. You know, I, I laugh at people. Somebody called me and was like, Joey, you got 4,000 donations. I've had my project up for eight months on Kickstarter and I got Cheech and Chong and I've only made $800. I go, how much have you endeared yourself to these people? You thought because you had Cheech and Chong and a wrestler, people are just going to give you money. Mm-hmm. Kind of endear yourself. There's tons of money on, on the internet, Facebook and Twitter. They're just not going to give it to you. Yeah. They'll support you in all your ventures. That's why we're going to do so great with these podcasts. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. People will well, support Well, not only us. that, you're giving yourself and you're giving your time to your audience. You're building a relationship with them. You're giving your it's time, real. too, man. And it's a That's real big. thing. This is yeah. real shit. This isn't like some scripted bullshit on yeah. a sitcom. This is us. This is blood and guts. And you're, you're forming a bond with... You know, every time I meet a Mom's House listener on the road, I'm so thankful. Finally, you fucking come and you know what you're getting into. You know me. Yeah, you know. We have an immediate rapport. And it's wonderful. It's so much better. There's nothing than doing like a movie. Like I did Longest Yard and I would go to these, you know, these clubs would call me and they'd book me and they'd pay me and I'd get there and the place would be packed. But they'd expect one of fucking Adam Sandler's minions. Yeah. Who was going to go on stage and fall over and be cute. Yeah. Up there talking about eating ass and yeah. doing coke off the cat's fucking head. And I remember after the longest <laughs> the shot walking head. through the audience, 
and seeing people. I'll never forget in Atlanta at mm -hmm. the funny firm. Yeah. That there were people pressed against the wall <laughs> so their body wouldn't even touch mine. Oh, jeez. Like their eyes were mummified after, like, I went to Atlanta. Really? We talked to Marshall this week at the Laughing School, and he's like, remember you worked for me? And I go, how bad of a weekend was that? He goes, man, people were furious. Because they expected you to talk about stupidity. Yeah, silly shit. You came in there hitting them hard. That by the twenty minute mark, I wasn't even getting laughter. Oh, like there were some man. clubs like Penguins that dump in Iowa. Yeah, that fucking idiot. That guy's the worst. <laughs> that guy's a fucking <laughs> moron. There was just so many clubs I went, and I was like, why do people book half of these clubs? But half of them, yeah, were great. But the one thing I noticed that when people see you on TV and film, they put a certain thing on you. Yeah. Like, I remember when Rogan was on news radio. I used to work with him from time to time, and people would go off. Like, yeah, yeah, that's disgusting what you talk about and shit. Yeah. Well, with the podcast, you know where the fuck I stand. Yeah. yeah. As soon as I walk on that stage, you know what you're going to get. I love There's it. There's nothing, listen, people, there's nothing worse. You think it's bad for me seeing you get up during the show? That doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't, you know? Mm -hmm. It makes me feel bad because you made a bad decision. Because I know I won't go see a bad... I'm the type of guy, I'll never come to you and go, dog, I went to see this bad movie. And you're like, what would you go see? Hunger Games. You didn't read the fucking repute. You didn't read the reviews. No, I didn't. And where the fuck do you live? Yeah. When I see a trailer, I can tell whether the movie's going to suck of or not. Course. Just sure. a trailer. You yeah. know from the trailer whether you want to... I don't go to no movies I take a chance with. No. I don't know nothing. Well, well, maybe I'll go. No, I don't yeah. go because that's two hours of your time. Yeah. That's two hours. I got better shit to do. That's like being in traffic. I don't have the time for that shit. But with this podcast, people know where the fuck you stand. Mm -hmm. So when you come in and I do a stabbing your mother in the pussy joke, mm -hmm. I don't have to hear you walk out because mm -hmm. you're a Christian. I don't give a fuck if you are a fucking Christian. I got nothing to do with me. That's your problem. Yeah, it is that 100%. It's true. Even I saw, I was at the, that Gildas Fest this year, and I went to Mark Marin's show, and Marin interviews people on his podcast. So it's like at the top, he talks about something personal for like 10 to 15 um, and Marin's stuff is his stand-up is a lot darker and weirder than his podcast. And then at one point he wants to talk about pornography, and his audience wouldn't. I could he could feel them hesitating, and he's like, "Oh shit! Like you guys expect me to be the guy on the podcast? Yeah. Well, fuck you. This is who I am, really." And you're yeah. like, "Gosh, that's." And I never kind of realized that before that if you rep if you're on like a corny ass sitcom and and your audience comes to see you and you're they want like, to see that shit they want to see that character and they're yeah. bummed out when you're you why aren't you doing your Big Bang Theory right. fucking lines right now yeah and I get it on the audience I'm not saying like yeah. that's a reasonable expectation if that's what you see that person as you go oh well why would that person yeah. was the guy with the two girls that had the show you know that he does all the crazy shit the guy with the two girls. you know he had the two girls and Reese he had America's Company? funniest videos and oh, oh Bob Saget, Saget. Bob Saget. yeah. Like, Perfect. Life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember him going to Houston after the show was done and people were wanting their money back. This is five, <laughs> six years ago. Yeah. Oh my God. Because yeah. it was never stated. Right. And it's and it's you know who's fault? If if you know that that disturbs me that that would happen to somebody like Mark Marin because he's been on with that podcast so long. This is why when I sat with Felicia and decided to do my podcast, I didn't want to do a really comedy podcast. Yeah. I didn't want to go on there with the ha-has and the hee-hees. I said, if I'm not going to go out there and bend my soul, I'm not going to do it, Felicia. Yeah. And she was like, well, I don't know what people are going to think. Trust me. It's 2012. If you have skeletons in your closet, there ain't no more closet. So get it out. If you don't check on them, they're going to check on you from time to time. Yeah. So get them the fuck out of there and put your... And you know what? It's worked perfectly it's for me. It's worked great. Because you know what? I don't... Like even Joe. I get a lot of people from Joe that I don't want. 
I yeah. get a lot of his goofy fucking people. Yeah, they're goofy motherfuckers. You know, what strain of weed are you smoking? Doesn't matter. I'm over here smoking dope because everything's a fucking, you know, everything's a thought. When right. I hit weed, I, I just smoked it. There was no thought. There was no reading Charles Brikowski or to tell me what. You know, everything with his friends, I had to do ayahuasca and yeah. go to the mountains. I got a $7 bag of heroin we can do right here in Glenn. <laughs> you, know, you want gods? Let's put on Pink Floyd the wall. Yeah. That's gods. Yeah. They'll tell you the same shit. Shit, Peru and the water and you know I don't bro I'm an old school junkie so yeah. save all that stupid shit High Times magazine yeah. all those knuckleheads I don't want those yeah. around me yeah, yeah. you know do you, have you ever gotten any isolation taken yeah when I shit in it you know what I'm saying go <laughs> oh, fuck your mother I'm a fucking adult you know what I'm saying he's on the isolation take he still flies out of LAX so what isolation what has it done what has it done you know what I'm saying I fly like out of Burbank I'm a pimp so if the isolation tank don't tell you to fly to LA out of Birdbank that ain't doing its fucking right. job because it's supposed to simplify your fucking life you yeah. know what I'm saying uh-huh. so what's the difference I don't play none of that hunky door well the mushrooms you know two grams what are you talking about I did window paint ass in the 8th grade I went to see the fucking Rolling Stones and Farno what are you trying to tell me what are you telling me yeah. I gotta go to Peru and all this well, sprinkle it and drink it with water yeah, and no. do a little DMT and you get the warmth I did heroin yeah. with Gun- 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 Gunter Brown you know what I'm saying there was a chick sucking a dick on a toilet I'll never forget that when I was 16 I went to Gunther's one day to just buy weed. He's like, dog, you want your blowjob? This chick will only suck your dick on the toilet if you're taking this shit. This chick had to be 50, and I was 16. I'm like, Gunther, you can't do this to me. He goes, if you don't want a blowjob, I'm about to hit a heroin. So I did like one line of white heroin. I went over to buy weed. I ended up buying heroin. Did I read up on it? Did I have to go talk to my buddies? Or did I have to read a book or high times to tell me? You just do it, dog. And you take your chances and, you know, the fucking whatever but these new kids they want to read what do you want to read what do you want to read oh, I only smoke sativa then you're a fucking momo yeah. is there some indica that'll fucking make your pussy hair <laughs> you know a real head that's how a real head fucking talks sure I don't like all this dumb shit well the hallucinogenics what are you talking about yeah that's true you kind of just fall into drug use yeah, like, like you, you hang out with assholes yeah, well, and then know. they hand you shit I, I smoke heroin kid. that way like hey smoke this and you're like alright and then that's it I had some kid last week and then went up to <laughs> you know I'm gonna go to Colombia and ayahuasca really listen these Arabs, you know why they're fighting for heroin? Yeah. They're over there bringing the heroin back. You know why? Because it's that fucking good. Yeah. You want to fly to Columbia? I take it to a little Puerto Rican guy in Newark, Blanco. They'll sell you a seven dollar bag of heroin. You do one bump of that, and you'll see your whole line come. Your whole life comes into fucking perspective. Trust me. All that music you hear, Jimmy Hendrix. You think he played that because he grew up in Iowa eating that's cereal? Right. You think that's cereal motivated? You think that because he does jumping jacks or because he reads fucking Charles Bacour or, or Ken Follett? No, he did a line of fucking heroin, and it showed him Jesus Christ. One time I did heroin, I seen the Virgin Mary stripping. That shit ain't fucking around. They they tell you exactly where you're fucking at with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. None of that kid shit, bullshitting. Either let's, I'm like Nike. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. If you're not gonna do it, what are you talking to me about it for? It's like half this town. How many meetings have you gone to in this town? Oh, All know. this conversation for nothing to show you who this more. You ever shoot a movie and there's 80 people to shoot one movie? It's incredible. And 80 geniuses, like everybody. Oh yeah, well because you're a bunch of and the only and Ricky Ricardo, the spec was the first one that told these yeah. dumb white fucks to use three cameras because That's until right. 1950 they had one camera. Ricky Ricardo, a fucking spec, because mm-hmm. he's just like me. We cut through the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no bullshit. And he asked to have the negatives 
of the film. You he was that? the first one that he bought. First one. I read a book and about. They were like, you this. can have yeah. a fucking negative. They, they thought it was garbage, and he aired them forever and ever. And he syndication. got syndication. And he got syndication. Genius. Fucking genius. These motherfuckers, yes. they think they're genius. They don't know nothing. Yeah, it takes an immigrant. Nothing. It takes an immigrant. It's fucking so funny when you in Hollywood. They all walk around like they're geniuses, and they don't know nothing. They don't know it's a fucking dice. Yeah, it's a fucking. And I love it. Kills I love me. waking up every morning knowing that I'm shooting a dice. Every morning, because I'm like, yeah, we idiots. Let's take advantage of these fucking jerks. You know what kills me too is the Ivy Leaguer type. You know what I mean? Like these kids that go to these posh East Coast schools and they go, they're too chicken shit to be comics because they don't want to waste the education their mommy and daddy paid for. Instead, they become agents and managers and they book Montreal and they become these elitist pricks who are the gatekeepers now because they want to do what we want to do. I think secretly, but they're fucking. They don't have the balls. They don't have. The, the chutzpah to say, sorry, mom and dad, I'm going to be a fucking loser comedian for the next 10 or 15 years. I'm not going to make money. Yeah. And the big They're thing losers. is, Christine, yeah. I don't mind if you want to become an agent, be an agent, get down and dirty. You know, I do half my agent's job. I do all their jobs from, And I train them because if you don't train these idiots, you know. Listen, when I get up well, at 5 30 with smoking dope, I'm on the breakdowns emailing casting people. Mm-hmm. Whether they know me or not, send them my headshot. Whether they know me or not, I don't give a fuck if you don't know me. Now you know me. The worst naked enemy is no. I've already heard no. Yeah, a million times. So I times. do most of my footwork. Do you follow me? But yeah. In the old days, we had good managers. For example, you like the Big Bang Theory. I would go, you know what? Tom Segura would be a good garbage man on the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I would get a tape of Tom Segura and I would send it to the executive producer and go, come watch Tom at the fucking improv one night and get one of your writers with you to write three lines a fucking week from. That's the old way to do it. Yeah. These guys don't do none of that. This new people, if it don't come to them, they don't do it. They don't figure it out. And I tell them mm. when I go into the meetings, I say, listen, I'm going to tell you guys one time, don't come crying to me for your envelope because I tell them no and to suck my dick and call your attorney. Call your attorney because I got an attorney too. So I'm telling you, this is how you're going to do it. And if you don't do it this way, don't don't come crying to me. This is how it has to be done. That shit you're doing, that's why you got 20 clients and nobody's working. I know how to work. Because a lot of them will go, well, we're not going to submit you because it's not a guest star. No, I want to sit at home and watch CSI yeah, Miami. Yeah, I know. Get me in there for the co-star and I'll take care of the rest. We'll turn it into a guest star. Yeah. Get me in there, into the room. These people don't think like that. Me, I'm old school, dog. I know how to, I can leave the house with zero and come home with an eight born on your bucks. I've done it a thousand times already. So that's my goal. When I leave the house, somebody's got to pay for something that's going to happen. Yeah. You, you cut through all the bullshit, Joey. I don't have time. I yeah. don't have the fucking time. We all do. Yeah. None of us do. But we allow shit. It's like text. When people text you for a gig. Whatever you allow yeah. is going to happen. If yeah, you allow yeah. Apple to sell you a new iPhone every three months and charge you an extra hundred, so be it. Go take, go get fucked in the ass the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But when you tell Apple, I got the two and it's still packing, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. You know, but if we yeah. keep doing this as a society and we keep being suckers, yeah. they're going to keep fucking doing this shit to us. Someone once told me you lay down with dogs, you get the fleas. It's yeah. true. And if you don't you suck that it. dick, you wake up with bad breath. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there's okay. something. There you go. Will you tell uh, now? Can you plug? You want to plug your shit? Tell sure, sure. Uh, everything. Let me see. All right. This week I'm doing Arts a Joke. It's a little benefit they're doing at the M Bar, April 28th. Go to Brown Paper Tickets. Uh, the week of the 11th and 12th of May, I'm at the uh, Comedy Something in Scottsdale. I don't know the fucking okay. number. Okay. And then the week after that, I'm in Columbus, Ohio with Red Band, Cleveland, Ohio with Red Band, and Pittsburgh with Red Band, and all three venues are in brown paper bag tickets, whatever the fuck it is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. And people right. can find you on Twitter at, at MadFlavor. 
uh, M A D F L A V O R. And uh, is there there a website too or no? no there's no website. Okay. There's Facebook, with Joey right. Diaz, and you got Twitter, and you got Beautybeast Gmail at okay. dot com. If you want to email me, I got Beauty and the Beast podcast. I got the documentary coming out next week on Amazon and uh, whatever. And that's it, guys. You got it everywhere, All man. Right. You're doing everything, bro. You got to be like dog shit. You got to be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna, you ever go to Nebraska? There's dog shit. You yeah. Ch- there's only two things that are everywhere: dog shit and Mexicans and Puerto Ricans. They're everywhere. <laughs> you go to any state, Cleveland. You go to yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. fucking Puerto Ricans you're okay. like you know that Cleveland's the number one population of Puerto Ricans you think it was the Bronx yeah because it's not? in the 40s no they had car dealers so they made Puerto Ricans come up for like $10 a day and it backfired on them they started making they started multiplying like roaches and now they're all over <laughs> Cleveland there's no cars to make oh Jesus Christ thank you very much for having me will you please come back yeah, yeah it was so great know. thank you Joey um, today was a little unorthodox you. for you guys but this I love was, that you we took the ride with you oh this is it so much fun, fun. go best. to uh, facebook.com slash your mom's house podcast and you can vote on the filler up and sealer shuts and also uh, get the uh, super mommy pack at your mom's house podcast.com and the Kingfish shirts are back. We restocked them. Thank you to everybody that ordered them. You can go to Tom com and get uh, your Kingfish shirts. Anything else? Babe? No, mommy. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. We love Come you guys. Stay black. Much. Stay black. <laughs> Stay black. You'll be burning dragons, please. Brother Freeze. Man, disputed and deep rooted. Folks smoke and leaves your brains booted. What's bad, MC? With stamina like Bruce Jenner, the winner takes an MCs for dinner. You're crazy like that glue. That think that you can outdo my one-two. That's sick like the flu. Shake them down, boy. I flip, boy, all the time. Plus, boy, the rhyme to kick and eight worth the time. Seems like there's no competition.